0: Am I getting a lot of attention on this one video? I think it's because it shows my ass off really well. <laughs> ain't no shit, neither. Right,
1: I need things people like checking out his ass. Oh, I think? <laughs> you don't know. You're guessing. Really? You don't have any statistics on that?
0: <laughs> but I posted a lot of videos on this one for some reason.
1: They want your sex to I think there's a connection. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe that. <laughs> Listen up, Scoop, close to your host with the most Chris Smith as he boasts. We toast as we roast. Any little problem and we'll fix it in post. We're playing devil's advocate again, the answer to a joke. <laughs> 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 I, be, I be, fucking knew it. You might be talking <laughs> <laughs> about comedy. I think at least going on your color, but I want to be sure you're going to be with a look and your face. Do what you're trying to do, and even me with the chemistry. Dropping recipes and melanies, especially Using dark humor as weaponry Mentally, out and all your dirty thoughts like an entity No empathy, discredibility Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny Felonies, industry, jealousy, memories tendencies, tendencies, therapy, heavily alcoholic and gas, you faggots! <laughs> Fuck you do, motherfuckers! Thanks for the support. Alcohol, the cast, you fucking faggots. I'm gonna succeed in doing what I'm gonna do. Cause fuck you guys, you pieces of shit. No one said you oh, were no. gonna succeed. Hey, <laughs> no one hey! Said you you told me I was succeed. gonna fuck up, and I fucked up. See, yeah, this, that's well, not you, gonna you, succeed. you fucked up, and you weren't even live right now. Now you guys are in my head. Oh right? yeah. Well, as you're up there, that's all Here, you're going to be thinking gonna of. That's what's going to happen. Everyone gets hit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's the point of you going up there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everyone has a plan until they start picking, Adney. <laughs> yeah. This is the Alcoholicast. We are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To the right, I got Dr. Adney. Into and and the, the left. I, I already used that joke last week. Yeah, you yeah, um, so, Yes, oh, it's Stevie oh, Augsburgese. Woo! Computer. Uh-huh. And we're talking about Stevie finally is manning up and he's going on stage and he's going to do a little six minute set. I think he's going to do a couple songs and maybe like a couple jokes, so... I'm excited for him. We're all excited for him. Um, we are giving him shit because we know something bad is going to happen. <laughs> wow. That, that's wow. just how it goes. When you, you go back you and gotta you prepare listen for the to worst. the Joey is the Rogans, all these guys that we fucking listen to, they all say that the first time is always the hardest yeah, time. So yeah, You just got to go up and you got to fucking do it. I think you'll do fucking great. I really do, but I don't want to... No, no, I'm scared. Pump you up I, too I, much. Yeah, no. Because if we pump you up too much, you're going to go in there overconfident and just completely bomb <laughs> I'm going to trump not it not If I, like, like, right if in I go middle. in the middle. If I go in there acting like Trump, I might trump it up. You know <laughs> what I mean?
0: I might. If you build up the expectations too much, you might feel too much pressure to perform instead of just having fun on stage. Exactly. Which is what's important. Because he has fun on the podcast and he does great. Mm-hmm. So he needs to just have fun.
1: Great. Yeah. Completely. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. So, did you guys hear about these tornadoes? Because I didn't. I know know it's not a current event, but there was a tornado in Georgia that killed, like, six fucking people or something like that. In Georgia? Yeah. That's That's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like tornadoes are poor people killers. They're fucked up.
2: Well, Georgia wants
1: (laughs) God striking down (laughs) these motherfuckers who don't help themselves. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Also, bump sex should be illegal. Uh, (laughs) That's because... Think about it. What Two sex? bums, what kind of bum sex, sex. Well, like, homeless, homeless sex. Yeah, should be illegal. What else do they got though? Yeah, but they're gonna create whoa, whoa, a kid, whoa, 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 and then whoa. the kid's gonna whoa. be well, homeless. Well, maybe, don't. maybe if we
0: had better funded Planned Parenthood, <laughs> we could provide better contraceptive for free for these homeless people, so they can fuck. <laughs> so they can fuck. Maybe condoms should just be free. Though. Listen, don't. They already. They already maybe
1: abortion free. should be free, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna, my contention. <laughs> they already lost. Their homes don't take away the sex, dude. That's dude, they can't up. be having babies. That's all I'm saying.
0: No, here's the, no, here's the. No, to be honest, my real thing is, okay, if you're a woman and you're homeless, you're a lazy piece of shit. Because <laughs> you could be a prostitute <laughs> making bang. I don't care if you're ugly. You could still be a prostitute. You could be making blowjobs. You could blow still jobs. be making you money. Could be blowing I've blow been jobs. to a brothel. I know what the fucking. C class looks like, okay? I know what those eighth string quarterbacks look uh, like. <laughs> and you can still, still get yourself a one bedroom apartment. Stop it. Dude, I
1: gotta agree with you. This <laughs> such a good thing. Like, you really gotta <laughs> fuck homeless dudes? Oh, but wait, no, you're,
0: you're gonna, gonna fuck gonna- homeless dudes for a sandwich when you could be fucking like, you know, just <laughs> broke so dudes
1: sand. and have a roof over your head. This has been a public service announcement. From an alcoholic ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: stupid.
1: Uh, oh, is man. anybody I else am find Dr. it? I'm Doctor Daddy <laughs> and I support this. <laughs> Does anybody else find it ironic that uh, like tornadoes hit in the Bible Belt? Like it's like, like the one, like the one place that's the most religious. I think God God just punishing them. I really think that
0: God hates Christians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, blood, blood, what yeah. has he done for them yeah like, what has he done for them Like, like Jesus obviously that's Come the
2: how um, lately oh uh, lately 2000 yeah,
1: um, years ago you need to stop coasting off it well if you're like reading prophecies all these prophecies are coming true right now and that's name like, four the sign of a, <laughs> well I'm not Christian Addy. I couldn't name them oh yeah, well you can name this is happening she would be popping off at the mouth Ow, Jesus is get coming to save you <laughs>
0: get on the phone get on the phone Chan. Uh,
1: I said the chances of Jesus coming a second time is the same chances of any man coming a second time
2: <laughs> except, except adney so jesus might come back because adney
1: comes multiple times every time so oh, that's impressive yeah I'm probably this America is why he story. might be you're jesus. welcome <laughs> <to> the world <laughs> he's actually i am a gift <laughs> uh anyway so tornadoes on huh? they killed he six said people segway into our right.
0: first big topic what do, what do we got You go. so, so oh you so
1: um Adney and I are big fans of SNL. You don't really watch it much, do you? Um? I'm pretty indifferent on it just because lately it's not the greatest, you know? I feel like it's yeah, kind it like of, been PVA? run down. Actually, like, lately, lately, as in, like, these past couple months, I've actually been digging it because of the Trump stuff. Oh, there's dude. so much material on been there been right now. It. But therefore, a little bit, it. like, it was getting kind of stale, like, 2015. So, yeah, I had nothing's really, like, caught my eye or anything. So I've been kind of on the back burner of SNL for sure. Uh, I did watch the Chappelle monologue, though. Like, any of the, right. like... There's certain things that I have seen from it. Yeah, like, yeah. if a fucking...
0: if you. If for someone who's hosting that you know exactly. is going to be great, like how can you not watch the Chappelle exactly.
1: one? Yeah, Chappelle did a great job. I mean, I every skit was every funny because he's one. the master of fucking sketch comedy. Let's <laughs> be honest here. Uh, I tried to watch in season. Sorry, it sucked. Like really? I haven't tried it. The whole episode sucked. But uh, so Kate Rich or Katie Rich, she is actually one of the writers for SNL, and she tweeted out. Uh, what, Baron <laughs> is gonna be the first Baron, the son, the son of Donald Trump, Donald Trump, the Baron, young one, the ten like yeah. ten year old or something. And everyone thinks he is he's autistic. That's what everyone's making a joke about. It's like he just hates his family. Like, yeah. Is he autistic. Can you That's point? what people not, saying, but he's, he's not. He's not.
0: just he's just like he fucking. He's a hates, he's a
1: Trump. He's drunk
0: He like he hates he hates being around. Like he's always like. Disinterested and unattentive, because he's a fucking ten-year-old dealing with yeah. his political. Of course, he doesn't want to
1: fucking listen to yeah. this. Like,
0: come on! And look, yes,
1: hes not autistic. He's just fucking bored. <laughs> He's artistic, motherfucker. <laughs> He's at home fucking... So what was the tweet again? We say so, it one more? So the tweet is, Baron is going to be the first homeschool shooter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I... Which is a perfect joke. <laughs> Amazing. It's pretty fucking money. And not an ounce of, of fat. Not an <laughs> ounce of fat You can't on take joke. one word out of that joke. It would not be it complete. It make sense. It be perfect <laughs> dialogue. That goes to... That, that's the uh, Tarantino
2: award because right there. She just won the ta- on Twitter it Tarantino It so award. many
0: things. First of all, that his, his family's awful. Awful people. Just awful fucking
1: people. I've heard from personal people the exact... Opposite. Now, I'm just saying from personal stories that I have heard from a family member, actually. So I know he wouldn't. It's not just making this up. I know that this actually happened. Told me the story about how Trump came into his hotel. He was a valet guy at the hotel. Trump was very nice. He came up to him, shook his hand, gave him a hundred dollar tip. Whereas Clinton came in, no one was allowed to see her. No one was allowed to touch her. No one was allowed to do anything. Now I know it's not the same. Because she's a fucking robot. I'm just saying that. I keep (laughs) hearing about (laughs) these little instances from personal people that have had decent interactions with Trump. Trump just personally, not his policies or his schemes or what he's planning on doing with anything, just a personal interaction. I've actually heard. Yeah, but as soon as you do business the opposite, him, you're yeah. fucked. Clinton That's the probably f- true. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably. Well, 100% they didn't want correct just, Remember when Clinton fell well, like, over? Look, like, look at, if
0: you look at like the other sons, like they're all they. Oh God, you look at those. They all purge. So <laughs> are. <hard. laughs> <laughs> they're like come on they're the Wait, reason many, I, like, I know purge, I'm the best with purge. That. And like that's such like a conflict of interest, the fact that they're taking over like all his businesses and they're gonna be sitting there talking to the president, like come on, like that's not gonna affect yeah. shit. Come they're on. all walking
1: but, abortions. But he you just
0: look, but this thing he keeps getting like the point is like this kid. like he like he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to
1: be surrounded by this shit. Yeah. He's a kid. Of course he doesn't want either, no yeah. kid
0: wants to be around this that kind of shit. Why do you want to be up there for the
1: inauguration? If anything you just wanna like be at home and so like and she was just like and like of course just I like just on discovered fact, masturbation. On the fact <laughs> that like Donald Trump is just a
0: giant douche, and his sons are giant douches, and like of course, and like like so he like of course that joke of being like he would hate his family, and also the fact that like he's just making a joke about fucking school shootings. No, and, like, that, I mean, it, it I, a, I thought it was a great, it is a
1: great joke. It's incredible. I and it hits loved multiple it. subjects. It hits the subject of Trump just being a shitty person. It even hits the. Um, point of mental health, and for it instance. looks like this. And this exact
0: direct example being that this kid looks like he hates everything that's mm-hmm. going on around him. So he would.
1: Uh, it was just a great fucking joke. Which which a bunch of a pictures joke, clarify yeah. that. Like when he was sitting there, at his, when his dad was speaking, he's just sitting there staring off. Mm-hmm. And they keep making that bubble of like him playing video games. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, the kid's bored as fuck. I'm ten. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Sometimes he bounces around like a little eight year old.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I am. Dogs <I> <laughs> uh, uh, are talking. So K. Rich tweeted that joke. Perfect joke and she got fucking fired from SNL. Oh, uh,
1: laid off, like, suspended, but she actually she was... She got fired. She got fired. So, Lauren Michaels is the head of SNL, right? Yes. Isn't he dead? He didn't die at you know? oh, hell no, no. no. Oh. Lauren gonna, Michaels he is a hardcore liberal, isn't he? I'm pretty sure Lauren Michaels... My- so yeah, he's he is definitely... I'm liberal. just yeah. trying to understand why they would fire her. She's a joke writer. They know that she's supposed to be making jokes. They know what she does, and yet she makes a joke and they fire her. Here's Lauren's thinking. I do not agree with
0: this at all, by the way. This is a little quick caveat. But what I like, because there was already a lot of people making jokes about Barron, saying that he was autistic and shit like that, that, uh... It was already like, oh, that's low blows. That's low blows because when, like, because like when uh, Barack Obama came in office for eight years, you had all these racist motherfuckers making jokes about his daughter, yeah, calling them yep. monkeys and gorillas and that horrible shit. Yeah, tell your parents like, to pack their fucking house. Like, like, you can't say that that's bad and then make jokes about the other guy's kid too. You know what I mean? Even though it wasn't as bad and as fucking, it's still like. So that's what he was thinking in his head was okay. You can't just make fun of this kid. Also. You can't make fun of school shootings. That's a serious thing because school and I like got So he's like, you can't make, you can't make a joke about kids. You can't make a joke about school shootings. You can't make a joke about this kid being crazy and that kind of thing. And I think yeah, that's, you can. I just did. <laughs> and I think he's like we can't. And he's like oh, people are already getting heat for making fun of the kid. We don't want to get that heat on SNL. For making fun of the He's kid, gonna pull the show. So, he already yeah, wants to pull the yeah, show. Yet then
1: you literally have Alec Baldwin portraying Trump to host your next it's show. It's fine to make fun of Trump, but like not fun of his a, child.
0: But like, none of their jokes about Trump. It's all about a guy, an adult, a seventy-year-old man, make, doing these, doing this really stupid shit, making fun of a like you're a grown-ass man. You're still, you're still a big douche. Yeah, making fun of that, and then the fact that like, we're, none of the jokes are about him killing people.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think what it is Especially Lauren-
0: American citizens uh, that's true. I think so. Or like a mass so shooting or something. It's definitely like that. not as offensive to make fun of Trump as it would to be make fun of his kid. And that's what Lauren Michael's way of thinking is. So it's like, oh we gotta distance ourselves from that and so that way we'll still be able to make fun of Trump without everyone in the world just coming down on us saying that we're fucked up. Mm-hmm. If we distance ourselves from Katie Rich, we're like, oh no, we're not that bad. We're just making fun of one person,
1: not, not his whole family. I think Michael's train of thought is, Lauren Michael's train of thought is um, never make fun of an autistic man's son. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where he's honestly going with it, but that's just my opinion, personally. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, so Katie Rich got fired and it blew up all over the internet and it's like, well, what the fuck? It's, it's a joke. Clearly. So whose side is the internet on? Have the, the internet you, you side is on see. Katie Rich side huh. fucking hands. I think, it's, down. I think it's divided. Oh what's divided? No, sorry. The comedy oh, world. The comedy, people world, that, the people the that comedy world. Yeah. <laughs> the comedy world. Yeah, anybody did respect I'm like skip,
2: skip, skip.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that guy. He likes it. He's cool. Um but David Cross was fucking amazing. I love David Cross so much. He's hilarious. He was like, dude, it's a perfect joke. Like it's amazing. What do you mean? Like the, she she has a lot of say and then uh Paul F Tompkins adding her both huge fucking fans of him he said the same fucking thing and then you're a huge fan both of you and dan Harmon, Martin. and i love rick and morty and you two love community and rick and morty and he said well if they're firing her at snl i will take her on like literally just didn't even hesitate he volunteered to hire it's her and he said i will pay her the same fucking pay she my company mm-hmm.
0: oh
1: yeah <laughs> and he said i'll pay her the same right uh, i'll pay her the same wage that my company's paying me like that's a baller ass move yeah like well i'm Make sure she makes the same pay as me. It's like that's gangster as fuck. Cause that, cause what that tweet,
0: that joke is a perfect line for Rick. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I mean, come on. That would be you could picture I'm saying yeah, it, and okay. it would be hilarious, yeah. and you'd cry because how hard you were laughing.
1: I don't, I don't think you know me too well. Morty, we gotta go back. <laughs> look, Morty, look, Morty. No, you're you in bad situation. It's, kid, that, remember, it's gonna be the first kid to have a Morty. Remember when we shooting. went to the the the. the, the the planet morty we 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 purged morty remember that remember that morty well that was that was trump planet morty you remember that <laughs> <Trump planet. laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's it's shitty that she got fired because of the joke. You always see that. It's it's the hot topic on the internet right now, and that's clearly why it's current events. Um, but it's so dumb that you see these people get fired over dumb little tweets. fucking jokes. It's, yeah, it's dumb like little jokes. Fired. And it's like you're, well, you come from a comedy place. You're writing comedy for the one of the it's biggest. Like Donald Trump comedy, said uh, the worst shit ever
0: all year long on Twitter, and he got elected president. Yeah. But like one chick writes one
1: joke and she gets fired. That's Fucked up. Yeah, especially from a place that constantly makes fun of that family or just him and his kids in general. Yeah, Except you're, a Lauren Michael of Michaels, of the you're other supposed to be like, this man
0: has made a career out of fostering comedic minds. Some of the greatest comedic minds yep. of the past few decades yeah. have come from Lauren Michaels deciding to give him a shot on SNL. You know, going back to like all these fucking like all like Chris the Chris Farley, Farley can, fuck Will Ferrell,
1: Bill the, Murray, motherfuckers, you, Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald, we well, could dude, literally we have, have a Donald. whole episode about dude. how many people have gone through this. Yeah, so and it's plow through yeah, that. that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Norm McDonald's one of the, the funniest moments the point is in the like the you're,
0: and you make a, and like you also not just that, but not only fostering his mind, but also being... trying to be edgy. Like you'll. SNL has tried to joke about things that were like, oh shit, they made a joke about that? That's kind of surprising, especially for network TV. Chappelle's episode where they make fun of like, oh,
1: oh, you just
2: figured out this racist. Done that. <laughs> they've
0: always done this to the, to the all the way to the point that Aaron fucking Sorkin, when he was done with West Wing, tried to make a show that was about SNL doing edgy shit and why it was important that they'd made, they made sketches and were doing comedy about edgy shit. The show didn't work out for Aaron Sorkin because it was just too serious. It didn't focus on the comedy enough. Well, yeah, because uh, Aaron
1: Sorkin's serious writer, like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's he
0: just all, all these long-lidded soliloquies. That's what the whole show is. But uh, still, like, and that's what you're supposed to be. And here you are. You're going to fire one of your writers for making a fucking joke. That's ridiculous.
1: Obviously, she... Come on. It comes back to the hypocrisy. That it actually comes back to the Meryl Streep speech because Hollywood thinks that they need to be driving the narrative of we can make society as a whole better. So it really comes back on Lauren Michaels thinking that he's in the New York, same yeah, group, the, New York they're the elite, Hollywood. And they have to push society to his, be better. Yeah, he has his
0: head so far up his ass that he yeah, can't see exactly. his, own, his, his own hypocrisy. Just like fucking Meryl Streep had her head so far up her own ass, like she couldn't see. Like Hollywood isn't the only thing that's diverse. Because MMA <laughs> is a lot more diverse. No, no, than just Hollywood. Hollywood. I mean, don't know love- what
1: you're talking. Hollywood's the best. We're the best. Yeah, we right. get <laughs> things done. And I love that Pendulette. Remember I talked about Pendulette saying that on us. Motherfucker, you said the same thing you did. Yeah, I've been you bitch- said I've been MMA all year long. You, yeah, you, MMA is fucking. You know, MMA is. Very diverse, and he said the same fucking thing on his show. Look at the top fighters are not even from this fucking country, like you say in all the other places. And then he was like, "Name me the top ten Asian actors," and that's what Adney was talking yeah. about. Adney's, are voiced, it, Adney's are our voice. it for year yeah, since yeah. the podcast started. <laughs> about <laughs> how wait, let me tell you, we Dak earlier today. She goes randomly. She was like, "I love my favorite thing. Like out of everything, Adney says in the podcast, he's the voice of the minorities. He'll he seems <laughs> like she's all see. he he'll, he'll talk shit about women, but like when it comes to minorities, he like." he's fucking strong and passionate and like the things that he says, he, he brings up different points that we don't see sometimes. Oh, he looks and, great out for my yeah. minorities but and, he and, looks and, horrible for yeah. women. <laughs> and does
2: it funny. You're all like, garbage gender. Dak <laughs>
1: was like, Because it gets the laugh. Dak <laughs> said, that's my favorite thing out of comic books, Batman, all that stuff. No, my favorite time is when Adney talks, bring some up like, dude, you don't see this? You don't see what they're doing? And Adney would always bring this up like Asian actors how you can, you, you can't name a couple. That's why Mul- Mulan's going to be played by a white dude or fucking, you know it's so dumb. And Pendulette said that same thing. Name me ten actors. You want to talk about Hollywood being diverse? Bullshit. You had a diverse movie that was one of the most biggest selling franchises of all time, the fucking Fast and Furious films, and yet you're too scared to repeat that. You repeat shit. Yeah, it's shitty, like the fucking, only franchise yeah. that has a super diverse cast. Yeah, dude, I've actually not. And it took him this it. long. To, <laughs> it took him this long to create a. Fucking Disney movie, which Moana's yeah, Disney, right? Or is, is it Pickles? Moana? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, Disney, is, it's Disney. And they right, finally bro. have a song in there that has the language from the islands. Like that song, I was like, holy shit. I was surprised and Dak was like, Isn't it sad that you're surprised and you feel good that Hollywood finally did something they should have done a long time ago? <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's kinda
0: sad that you're pr- we're praising. was isn't a single word of like cantonese or mandarin in the mulan movie exactly single one so isn't it weird that we're like oh
1: that's cool of them to do this and it's like we're praising them for something that should have been done a long time ago yeah you're praising them
0: for not being a piece of shit yeah
1: exactly and i i was like that's a good fucking point because i was surprised like holy shit are they singing in like the islander language that's awesome and i thought that was really fucking cool cool. yeah man it sounded great
0: thank that's also thanks to lin-manuel miranda he did he wrote the music for the movie. yeah he though. did yeah, he he's didn't.
1: a tony award winner guys no way. hamilton oh tony award oh, really? oh no the way of hamilton dude oh, what is that the guy that was like the guy um, he was on history he's too. he's on that raps right yeah yeah, yeah. he rap, well, yeah. He's, he was also went to school with um, immortal technique i yeah. believe yeah, yeah. 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 fucking yeah. crazy oh yeah speaking of awards though um <laughs> we got the uh, they Oscars, had, they, hey, are the Oscars still mediocre,
0: guys? It's all oh, I want to mediocre. 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 So they announced their nominees. Do you? Anyone have the list of the nominees yeah, real quick? Up. Nope. But here's, I have it. Okay, so here is what here is what I know. That fucking La La Land was nominated for fourteen.
1: Yeah, fourteen.
0: Fourteen nominations. Fourteen different nominations. Now, have you guys
1: watched La La Land? No, no. Nope. Yet. But I got one more for you. Gosling. I watched the Go- movie. Gosling's in La Yeah. They make fun of it on, they make fun of it on Saturday Night Live because they arrest, they arrest, this is the only good bit, they arrest fucking um, Aziz Ansari, and they're like, tell us what, tell us why, why, and he's like, what are you talking about, I don't know if you know why I'm here, and they put on, he's like, all I did was go on a date, and like, okay, we're gonna fucking play that date, they're from New York, and they put on the TV, and he's talking to this, this, the big girl in the, sh- uh, Jones, yeah, and he was like, uh, no, not, not the black one, the white one, the big fat white uh, one, Oh uh, can't remember her name. Not important enough to remember, but um, what's it called? He's talking to her and she's like, "Oh, I love Lala Yeah, he's like, "I love Lala Land," uh, or she said that, and he was like, ah, "I don't know, I, you know, I didn't really like the movie." And they shut that, they shut the screen off and they're like, right there, you see what you just <laughs> fucking said? You didn't love Lala Land. And goes, what I, I I liked it, I just didn't love it. And he goes, "Oh yeah, well this fuck, they're telling the story. They're they're two normal people singing. They sing, oh. like, like <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I don't, I just didn't really he goes, oh, you you're just nimble singing Wait, 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 hold the fuck on. It's a musical. Yeah." Oh, I'm not watching it. There's okay, no... I, I, I'm not, shut the I like fuck musicals. up. <laughs> I'm going to explain
0: to you guys what this movie is. Because I actually fucking watched it.
1: Like, I am going to watch the, other the
0: rest of them. The I'm not night. watching this one. I watched it the other night. Here's what it's about. The two best looking fucking white people ever are... They come to fucking Hollywood to follow their fucking dreams, bro, and they just sing about how amazing Hollywood is, how amazing it is to follow your Hollywood dreams, and they kind of felt the beginning, but to keep working hard, and only through hard work and sheer force and tyranny of will, it's they somehow mate. make it. It's, <laughs> it's Oscar, Dude, it's, it's Hollywood <laughs> sucking its own dick, talking about, like, Hollywood loves to nominate and award movies about Hollywood. Like
1: this is a pattern that goes back for fucking ever. I mean, Birdman. They, Bird they literally—that's what they did with Birdman. I don't get me wrong. I love that fucking movie, but yeah. it is exactly what Dude, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. So every funny. time,
0: every time Hollywood, like they, every, like it's it's a it's a thing. Like if you really want to win an award, just make a movie about Hollywood, about how magic Hollywood is, because this movie is about ma- ma- how magical. Hollywood is cuz okay so Emma Stone she plays an actress like she moves out to Hollywood of course she's you know working as a fucking barista. It's movie
1: Rock and Roll with Tom Cruise on. Huh? That's yeah, basically like, what she, it is. She
0: like she she's trying to be an actress. She keeps failing auditions over and over again cuz she's just not charismatic or
1: And Ryan Gosling,
0: Ryan <laughs> uh-huh. he loves fucking jazz and he comes out to be a fucking jazz musician but like every time he wants to play he like I'm not cute enough to act. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like he he's, this, he's <laughs> this phenomenal piano player, but this restaurant owner hires us. He's really romantic. He learned from scratch,
1: by the way. Just saying, it's this really romantic.
0: It's like I, I, I want to say a time restaurant, but it, they never say that. It's an, it's a restaurant, it's really nice. He's in, he's in the middle of it and he's playing piano. And they only want him to play like these really stupid Christmas songs, but he wants to go off and play these beautiful, like just incredible melodies. And when he tries, he gets fired. Play it for me, and it's like, trying. That would it not, fu- no, fuck you, because like <laughs> actual Earthly. restaurants, if they're gonna go. The length of having the atmosphere that, that restaurant had, that beautiful romantic thing, and a piano player, an amazing, gorgeous piano player like Russell <laughs> Gosling, wants to play a romantic song. They're gonna let him. Yeah. yeah, it was. they were they're building up like this. How hard it is. To You're washed us. up. You
1: see? You're washed up. <laughs> like
0: fuck yeah, I told off. you. stick the Christmas yeah, songs, yeah. See? It must <laughs> be so hard to be an Adonis in Hollywood. Get the fuck <laughs> get out of here.
1: I told you Christmas songs. Just Christmas songs all and the way through the thing, throughout here's the year. his
0: biggest problem: is that he could be making. Like millions of dollars with a band, but he just doesn't like the the guy leading the band. I want like that's, that's the, the main that's his, that's his that's his main conflict. He doesn't, but yeah, but I want to like, you guys are too rough and tumble. <laughs> he's like, no, I want to do like I want to do like jazz, jazz, not your jazz, my jazz. Mm. It's like, well then, your life ain't that bad. Yeah. You could you could work for that band, make your money, pay your dues, and then open your own thing, which is what he wants to do. And Emma Stone's like, hey, I thought you were just gonna do this long enough so you could open your own thing, and he's like. No.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking bad. And well, the real reason he got in trouble was because some girl came in there from Paris, and she was like, hey, play it for me once, Gosling. Oh, uh, don't. Play
0: it for me, Gosling. But,
1: but, like, here's the
0: thing. I
2: don't like, know what you're talking about, miss.
1: They, there is a
0: lot of uh, music. There's, like, a singing, and like, there's dancing, and blah, 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 blah. And, of course, Emma Stone is uh, remarkably charming because she just always is, and it just pours out of the screen. And it's fun watching her, but at the end of the day, like the story is just so mundane, and it's so... They concentrate all the magic, not so much on the people, but what Hollywood is and what it can be. It's about following your dreams, and even Emma fucking Stone just... I lost so much respect for her because in her Golden Globes acceptance, she's like, This movie, this goes out to all the ordinary people who just want to follow their dreams. And it's like, yeah, you're not an
2: ordinary person. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking hot. You have <laughs> nothing you're about
1: this movie is ordinary. <laughs> you your bullshit. And let me quote SNL You made a movie about jazz that's not starring any black people. Like, that's <laughs> exactly the problem. And he goes, to the a, problem. he goes to an old
0: jazz club, and there's an old jazz band playing. It's nothing but black dudes. Nothing but black dudes. And they're playing, and he's pointing out, like, see what's amazing. See, there's a problem. Had-
2: there's all, they're all see? black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he points out, he's all like, see, look, see, look, the the, the horn player, he just took over the song. Oh, now, now this guy's trying to keep up. See, it's all improvisation. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And then, like, the band that he ends up, like, playing with, they're all black, too. So he's like,
1: you're you the only white jazz player in the fucking yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. is Ryan Gallo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's going to be all fucking charming and just beautiful. No. He would be... Bob Dylan esque, not fucking Ryan Gosling. Yeah, just wait till you meet Ron Burgundy, homeboy. Right, that's the real white jazz player right there. And like the, the ending, I knew that movie was good. The, the ending, like,
0: <laughs> they, like they go out of, like it's just.
1: Does anybody want to hear Ryan Gosling play some jazz flute? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but like
0: it was, um, it's one are- of those movies that's it's um you're it's fine. You know, whatever. But, like, to sit there and really think that this movie is one of the best films of, of the year. year. Really, dude? And oh, it got 14 nominations. 14 <laughs> nominations.
1: Oh, cool. <clears throat> what I find funny is this movie about Hollywood did exactly what Hollywood does, and that's cast white people to play black roles. <laughs> like, so... That's kind of, like... So and perfect. it's award-worthy
2: for these... <laughs> this is what they think. Yeah, like,
1: You're awarding yourself, but... You're not, you're, you're on the inside looking, you're, you're not. You're on the inside looking in. You're not on the outside looking in because you don't see what we see as you don't cast minorities. You literally just whitewashed this movie by casting two of your whitest. One's Canadian, by the way. And one's you a redhead. Hard to get whiter than Canada. Yeah, yeah. And it's harder to get whiter than fucking redheads because there's no black redhead usually. <laughs> Only one. His uh, name's Jadenna. Shout out to Jadenna. He's a listener. <laughs> but uh, that, that's a fucking problem. It's like you guys did exactly what Hollywood does wrong and that is cast really white is people to is play is black
0: roles. Like, and like, like, was funny, that was like uh, I was listening to Fat Man on Batman and Kevin Smith like actually loved the movie and I was so disappointed in him. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Disappo-
1: I'm disappointed
0: in you too. Good job, Kevin Smith. I'm like, disappointed. It's just but I, it, it, see, like the whole time it just I like, kept rolling my eyes, disinterest disinterested, and kind of like real like.
1: <sighs> oh, the struggle so hard for white people in Hollywood. <laughs> it's like both these people have
0: huge like backups too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they could, like, they have, like, they're not out, they don't, they're not laying it all on the line. Like, they try to act like they are either, the characters, I mean.
1: So, it's really disingenuous. Like, and they have nothing besides them. Like, no, you're yeah. talented, clearly. Ryan Gosling actually and learned have, to play also, piano for the movie, so that's kind of At cool. the beginning
0: of the movie, like, he, he has the option of going with this band and touring and making a shit ton of ridiculous money. But he just keeps saying no, and it's a and like it's supposed to be about oh you just want to follow your fucking dreams like it's I feel like that's the story they were trying to do, like an idea of wrestling with the fact of what like your what you know you should do that's more stable and what your heart really truly wants to do and believes in what you're passionate about that's the story they tried to tell a story that a fucking seven minute short in front of Moana did better
2: mm-hmm. yeah. it's
0: one of the best short films I've like, ever seen it's like the best um because. Like, pixar has done a lot of those short animated things before their main movies and this one was the best it's, it's right in front of moana it's that same struggle in like six seven minutes they tell that story perfectly to a t it's beautiful joel brought it up earlier today it's fantastic and they tell that story a million times better than la la land tries to tell it I like the most tragic part for emma stone's story is uh she doesn't get like a couple of roles in a row Oh, wow. And then Ryan Gosling keeps encouraging, you know, you should write your own play. Write your own play. Do your one-woman show. And she writes it, and then she does it. What is she, like, 20 in the one-woman show? What do you have to tell? This is a woman who has, like, she's never acted in anything. She's not a star. No one knows who she is. She does a one-woman show, and there's still a bunch of people in the theater. But since it doesn't make as like a shit ton of money the first night she breaks down crying goes into the bathroom and she hears two guys saying yeah it sucked and she breaks down and runs back home to her hometown
1: oh god I'm overhearing about this story so that's her tragic
0: and, and Ryan Gosling gets a phone call from her, like, like, and shows up at her hometown and goes listen a casting director was there they love the play they want to give you a role in a movie and she's like I can't do it and you're like
1: oh my god get over it yeah. There's some people that go to Hollywood and then kill themselves because <laughs> they couldn't get a fucking role on a fucking commercial you know what I because mean because they cast Emma Stone instead of the minority <laughs> god damn it hey you're gonna play a gangster alright that's what you're gonna play like, no, yeah, you, was, no you're a Mexican criminal you're in prison alright Like, we haven't even gone me? over the actual nominations yet the, here's the, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. who else was nominated
0: for best picture cause I know that oh, was nominated okay. for best picture so what so else best was?
1: picture we got Arrival Fences Hacksaw Ridge Hell or high water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, uh, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight.
0: Okay, so here's my prediction: La La Land is gonna win. Really? Yeah, Hollywood, so Hollywood, Hollywood does this. This Hollywood's thing. Fences? Hollywood,
1: like it's so hardcore Moonlight, hyped. Moonlight. I mean, that's supposed to be a good one, but they don't want. I mean, that's it's too sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: they're not gonna hear what I like. Okay, I think Arrival was an incredible movie you I were talking watched about it, it. too yeah. uh, you it watched too. it mm-hmm. it was it was it was dude, so re- interesting dude the, re like,
1: the conclusion she's like wait I don't understand what happened and I had to explain it like using my hands <laughs> listen like, <laughs> like
0: if you're listening to this podcast I really do think you should watch Arrival because it is about aliens but it's not your typical you were talking alien. about the other yeah, night. it's not like your typical alien movie is like Independence Day where they come and we somehow figure out a way to be them and it's more like by, giving, by using a fucking Windows 98 there's a lot of there's a lot of psyche in Windows. if
1: you keep Windows open, and the breeze comes in. And you get a breeze. Mm-hmm. Get and you cold. get a cold. <laughs> Computer virus. Convince <laughs> <laughs> the aliens. And, like,
0: but that's how. It Contact Bill it Gates.
1: <laughs> or you got like World. Don't of the the bring Bill Gates in. Yeah. <laughs> you got
0: like World War of the Worlds, where Tom Cruise runs the whole movie. Because that's what Tom Cruise does in movies, <laughs> but it turns out bacteria beats him, or signs <laughs> where water beats.
1: Yeah, water. You're allergic to water,
0: but you're gonna go to the planet where it's two thirds water. You've,
1: <laughs> you've, you've mastered space ta- traveling, time and space, but you don't. You can't. You don't know vaccines. Like you don't like and what you, the and fuck. You obviously, don't know. You can pants. get sick, but uh, kid uh, coughs so, on you. Like ah, ah. I have no my, idea what you guys are referencing right now. In okay, so in, in most <laughs> alien movies, no, oh, in, oh, in just, no, just, in, you know, in sci-fi war in general.
0: In War of the Worlds, the aliens are uh, kill almost all of humanity, but they end up losing because of the bacteria on planet Earth. They don't have, like, a good immune system anymore. What? <laughs> exactly. That's that was, that oh, was no. most okay. of the world's reaction. Then... And fucking signs, of course, was the water thing. Right, water okay, I remember k- signs. Yeah, water remember
1: killed signs. them. Yeah. Like acid. Like uh, the happening. Oh, it's the tree. Yeah, I think bro. Mel <laughs> I think fucking Mel Gibson's racism killed them to me. Like, that's yeah. what happened. So and like and but
0: like what Arrival does, uh, so like was so intelligent about it was that it's not about like, oh, we have to fucking outfight the aliens because you have no chance. They're fucking aliens. Yeah. It was. It's all about communication. About how. You have like the most different you could possibly get from what you are, and trying to build a bridge there. Yeah. And especially when you got like right now in the US where the country's divided so hard down the fucking middle, and there's a lot of hatred and a lot of bickering going on. The fact that this movie just happened to come out, and like it was, of course, made a while ago before this whole thing happened, right. really. And it's all about communication, about something who's so different from you, something that's so beyond. Like each other, they don't want to have no idea how to understand each other. Yet they, yet they work try and, and they try, and through hard work and trying and understanding, even though there's mishaps and crazy shit
1: going on, they fucking learn how to communicate with fucking space squids. See, and what I think that's perfect because the shape the. Ships are shaped like vaginas. So it actually mm. works perfect because that's the yeah. male trying to communicate yeah. with the female. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's out. Because like, it's, it's yeah, like trying you to can't communicate. communicate
0: with a girl is like trying to talk to a space squid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, Because they don't interpret shit right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know? Man, but it's, it's so... Oh my God. Like the way that the aliens it's all communicate a
1: metaphor for v- like for like,
0: relationships it's like the the, the idea who depth, are, yeah, like, i
1: mean that could be said no.
0: the idea that they put in the way the aliens communicate i don't want to ruin it but the way the aliens communicate their own way of doing it is so complicated and it's interesting and like it's like there's like all females, these facets to it and like this there's all these little like side clips that are put into the movie every now and then you get these little like you know like. That doesn't seem to go with the rest of the story, okay?
1: But by the end of it, it all adds up. You're it still t- telling me about women still. That doesn't seem to fit. <laughs> the, the, whoever wrote the, the originality in this script the, the screenplay has beyond to win. fucking, like, has to win. it's no crazy, way, dude. No way, that like, good? Adney was it's telling just, me about it the other day, like, freaking just, out about it. Just the thought behind it, and once it's all concluded and shit, and it's like, holy shit, like, the, what they did is really, really... Um, Confusing, complex, but it's also so original, astounding. Original for an alien movie, right? For an alien visitor movie. I really fucking think it's like I'm getting little shivers on the back of my neck just talking about it. Obviously, I I wasn't
0: wasn't alive to first see the first release of like Alien and uh, Star Wars and like all those like classic type or fucking first encounters, any of that stuff. I grew up knowing that stuff was alive, but still. This was the most original depiction of aliens I've ever seen in film. It was absolutely phenomenal. Like the like, not by just the far, way they communicated, dude, but like far. the way, and they talk about language. It's a big, the big
1: underlying, like the whole thing that holds this whole movie together is language. And yeah, just language. the one sentence that they were trying to portray, and then Amy Adams goes in there. She's like, "Well, in order to understand the understood you, you have to understand this." And then she was just going because off women off understand complex. women sometimes. No, Here's right? the thing.
0: Here's the thing. This she talks about how language can change the way you think. And if you – and they're how some people can – if they immerse themselves in a different language, their personality changes because of the way they talk. Cultural appropriation the you, with language. The way you talk informs the way you think. And like uh, I remember Cracked did an example about how like in – if you're here in the US and let's say you two are talking and then I'm in the back and then a fucking lamp breaks. And I yell at you, you know, what the fuck happened? And I yell, oh, I broke the lamp. You're like, oh, OK. But in like Asian countries in that same – same thing happened, I'd be like, the lamp broke. Mm-hmm. Not I broke the lamp, just the lamp broke. Yeah. If I were to tell you guys that in that right now, the lamp broke, you'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? The lamp broke. Yeah, you I, broke I, the, the so lamp. You broke the fucking
2: lamp. It's <laughs> so true. So we I kinda, broke
0: the damn. <laughs> so because our language has a more stronger emphasis on blame... In America, we're more likely to blame people and get mad at each other and have that Holy kind of thing. We're in like a- Asian cultures; it's a little less about blame. It's more of like an accepting
1: thing for everyone. Yeah, because they're they're best and everyone else sucks. That's, so yeah, you don't blame that's, yourself that's, that's for that's their problem. Is, America broke the lamp. Yeah, that's when you're Asian, exactly.
0: And a and, and, uh, crack talked about that like a while, a long time ago too. And I that, so I kept thinking about throughout watching Arrival. Uh, it's brilliant the way they handle it, and I just think that that move that the screenplay. Like, whoever thought of this shit and was like, this is what we t- t- should. This t- is like, well, actually, like, if we really came up with Conduct with Aliens, maybe it would be more like this. Because, like, we'd have to figure out some way of communicating. And, like, who says that they would even make noises that sounds like speech? You yeah, know? and
1: why would they be e- Everyone assumes they would be evil. Like, they, they always feed that into you through years and years. 99.9% of alien movies, they're here to kill us or take us over or to get one of our resources every fucking time. But if we were already in contact Cause with cause them, because people
0: usually use aliens as sort of a metaphor and allegory for, for immigrants, yeah, for either immigrants yeah. coming over to suck our resources out and fucking dip out, or for like the uh, like in like more of like a horror feel, like oh, this is the punishment we get for the history of humanity always going to lesser advanced technology areas and taking over and enslaving people and being horrible Here, well, here's our punishment now and i feel well, now, like now a more advanced uh, civilization is coming to hurt us
1: which pisses me off about it and that's what a horror that's the you know which pisses me off about Illegal Aliens. I'm saying that anybody who is somebody who is an immigrant, Illegal Aliens, it's you're like, an human being. You're already, yeah, you're already saying the word aliens. You're like, you're fucking, you're outer space. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I <laughs> haven't
0: seen all the movies nominated, but my front runner on that list anyways is uh, definitely a rival. And this is why I can not put them out either, the, but I, I we, think, I well, think well, this I'm going to
1: really, really like Fences. This is why we can't I put, know how Denzel is. And Denzel's and just,
0: the shit, but yeah, I'm still really really saying my prediction is, I think that they're going to reward to La La Land. This is why we can't put Adney in charge of the
1: Oscars. he like, for Best Picture, be like, Arrival, skip it. <laughs> right? Like, just without any of them naming any of it. Like there, there'd be no vote. he no, I mean, eating be grapes. Captain <laughs> Man 3, so more. But, then, uh, fucking Iron Man 3. They came out like, three actually, years ago.
0: I know. Real so loop it. <laughs> who was nominated for Best Actor? Can you tell us that? In a leading
1: role or a supporting leading. role? Leading. Leonardo, of All course. Right. Actor and leading role: Casey Affleck, *Manchester by the Sea*. I heard he oh. was amazing. Andrew Garfield, *Hacksaw Ridge*. Oh, Ryan I'm Gosling, dude. *La La Land*. Vigo Mortensen, *Captain
2: Fantastic*.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> <He-ha! Steph laughs> shit. <Joe Chant. laughs> um, I'm and excited. then you got Denzel with fences. I'm uh, gonna lean towards Viggo. Andrew Garfield. Well, yeah, of course you are. Andrew Garfield, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I like Spider-Man, so not you don't. Um, but. I really... I, I saw the preview for Hacksaw Ridge and I really want to see it. I love war movies. The only... But thing you I, haven't seen it? No, no, no. The only... Shut up. Listen. Just by the <laughs> trailer, I already know. Just like by Lawland trailer, I know it's shit. I don't need to see it. But listen, um, Andrew Garfield... He's going to be in uh, Scorsese's new film, by the way, Silent, the silence film, um, which is all about religion, which funny is I like a lot of religious movies, even though I'm a fucking atheist. So I even watching this and him, the idea behind it, because it's a true story of him saying like, well, no, it's, it's against my religion to take a gun out there and everyone's calling him a pussy. And basically he had to go to court in the military and say like, OK, we give you the right to go out there and fight on the battlefield without using a fucking weapon. And so that's like the whole big thing. It's like, holy shit, this guy's going out there without a a weapon. Oh, yeah, and hiding. But but he's He's actually going out there and being a fucking savage and killing people with knives and shit. But that's the story, yeah. So that's the beginning of the story. It's like, no, you're a fucking. Oh, he's a medic? Yeah, you're going to be a a pussy. You're going to be a pussy, all that stuff. But in the end, the, the trailer basically shows you that at night, he. These people just like wake up and they're like, holy fuck, there's all these people in the medical beds. And it's like, well, how the fuck did they get here? Well, he went out at night and he went and started saving lives, bringing people back to the camp. Because, he, yeah, he didn't fire a bullet at all, not one. But he went back and pulled out the wounded and brought him to the fucking which is nuts. To do that at night all on your own, you're a beast. And he did it because of religion. And so I'm fully supportive. I know what happens. (laughs) I didn't need to see Uh that. That doesn't mean you know his performance I'll see it before the Oscars. God, God, you don't get a vote. Okay, that's, that's the whole point of this, and that's why we're bringing it up right now. So for Best Picture, you guys gotta go. Home. You gotta watch all those movies just so you can be. I'll watch uh, prepared I don't, I don't for when okay, we so go over after our Vigo. More, after Vigo, who else? Who else? Uh, I know. Like so, um, Garfield, Gosling, Vigo, and Denzel and fences. Just watching the I actually, f- even trailer actually, for Denzel. I actually don't think the
0: Academy's gonna give it to Gosling. I don't think that movie, like as much as I know they loved it. With all their fucking nominations and how Hollywood is. I definitely think they're gonna give it Best Picture, but I don't think they're gonna also give Best Acting Performance to Ryan Gosling, because the movie doesn't really rest rest on his shoulders or anything.
1: And plus, the. the If anything,
0: Emma Stone would win the acting award for that movie. Uh, Wait, isn't. Didn't Moonlight get a Best Actor? No, really? Oh, that's
1: fucking... That's true. what's his
0: name from fucking Luke Cage was going to get a fucking
1: nod. Uh, nah. Denzel could get it, though, because he can't, his, well, can't even have his... two black eyes, You can't have two black
0: eyes nominated for best actor. That's probably...
1: Oh, that's true. God damn it. I've heard that Casey Affleck really kills him. So. I think it's going to be Casey Affleck. I think it's going to be his year. Because he's coming yeah. back, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, he was fucking over there, give me my cheeseburger, and then now he's No, have you great. seen, like, the Dunkin' Donuts sketch? Yeah, dude. That he Dunkin' Donuts sketches. So, I'm smoking outside like he has his hand outside... I fucking love Dunkin' <laughs> no, Donuts. Okay, one that I want everybody to know and that I'll be looking for is, of course, best cinematography. We got Arrival, La La Land, mm. Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. That's, those are the ones I I
0: <laughs> Like, there's a lot of huh, um, me, uh, really interesting up. visuals in Arrival, but I don't
1: see it winning. In Arrival? Yeah. I don't think so either because they – <laughs> it's when you rely on heavily – cgi cinematography that it draws me the complete opposite Whoa, direction. Whoa, hold in, on, silence did come out, it says 2016, so I think it just released. And a lot of, what's, uh, a lot of, like the,
0: compelling shit in Arrival is inside a tent or a mm-hmm. dark room which doesn't lend itself to cinematography the way
1: that like uh, uh The Revenant did. Exactly. That lends itself so oh, heavily dude. to great cinematography yeah. and they fucking did an incredible job. La La Land might be great cinematography because I have to follow them it around. It did it look pretty. So I will say might, that. It, it looked, looked really pretty. pretty. Did you see the dance in bright, the sky? I, co- I honestly think <laughs> bright Lion,
0: colors and pastels and all that kind of shit. I think
1: Lion or Silence is going to take it just because Lion uses a lot of outdoor scenes. I've <laughs> I've seen the preview whatnot, they use a lot of practical sets, outdoor landscapes, and that's usually what is going to be the winner. And so does Silence. Silence used the yeah, same so thing. It, silence, took, it took yeah. Scorsese. This was his uh this was his fucking um passion piece. All right. Best actress in leading role Isabel Hupper and Ellie. Huber, Huppert Hupper H U P P E R T. Um is Ruth Eli. Ruth <laughs> Nigga
2: What? Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Two privilege. N E G G A. That's her last name. Nigga and she's black. Man, fucking weird. Um, and that is in Loving. Um, Natalie Portman and Jackie. The, fr- the other girl Emma won't win because they don't want to say that in Hollywood. Emma Stone in La La Land. And mm-hmm. then the winner, Meryl Streep in Florence Foster Jenkins. I bet Meryl Streep wins it. <laughs> oh, she I takes wins it because just <laughs> of the Golden <laughs> Globes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My front. Like, at first, I was like, they're probably going to fucking Natalie Portman. But uh, yeah, I, I, my prediction is Meryl fucking shooting.
1: Yeah, me too. I think Meryl shoots taking. going to a fucking part two to the Trump speech. <laughs> like, we'll like, just, I, I
0: already said all my all my my bits in the last <laughs> one. I don't know what to say now. <laughs>
1: we'll just run through. Let these me real say real fast. some more dumb shit. <laughs> so, actor in a supporting role, we got Mahar Shala. Ali. God, have yeah, Frick, Moonlight. I forgot, Moonlight. I keep forgetting we have Chris yeah. reading the names. <laughs> God damn or it. Shout out Ali. Yeah, but he was in I, I was said in. that one right. Okay, he knew. I knew he was a, on yeah, it. Yeah, he's a No, he's Luke just helping me out because he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's incredible. Yeah, okay. And then we have Jeff Him. Bridges in Hell or High Water. Oh, oh Jeff Bridges. I like Jeff. You don't like Jeff Bridges Jeff. No, I'm just going to love Jeff Bridges. <laughs> How can you not? Lucas, yeah, exactly. He's the fucking dude. Lucas Hedges in Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel in Lion. And Michael Shannon and Nocturnal Animals. God, I wish they had you reading at the Oscars. That'd be great. <laughs> I really wish that. Like, I don't understand how some of these people can be nominated from movies that aren't nominated in other categories. It just makes it more harder for me because now I have to watch more fucking movies yeah, just they? to get all the fucking categories exactly. down, rather than watching. That's just ten how it is. Sometimes, sometimes there's a
0: great performance hiding in yeah. a shitty movie. That's Kate Beckinsale in Total Recall, that's huh. what it seems like. and <laughs> in the
1: New Underworld. <laughs> not in the uh, new under <laughs> actress in a supporting role we got Viola Davis in Fences she'll probably win she's great Naomi Harris awesome. Moonlight Nicole Kidman Lion <laughs> <Lyon>, Octavia <laughs> Fuck you. Octavia Spencer Hidden Figures mm. and Michelle Williams Manchester by the Sea so I love so far, Michelle Manchester Williams Manchester by the Sea looks like it's a very character driven piece with strong fucking actors cause there's been an actor and an actress in every single nominated, one of these fucking yeah. categories nominated so far All right, so now we got Best Animated Feature Film. Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini. What? uh, Was that about a fucking dildo? The Red Turtle (laughs) and Zootopia. It's all Zootopia and Moana because I've never heard of my life as a Zucchini. Okay, uh... I haven't seen... I, I I'll talked. watch all of these, actually. So I, I, I brought this up so off I. mic
0: earlier. Uh, I watched uh Kubo and the Two Strings. I started it and I was digging it. I watched, Sausage Party
1: didn't get... Oh, that's fucking bullshit. Okay. Of course Sausage Party didn't get nominated. This see. is the Oscars, not Dude. the fucking People's Choice Awards. Like, of course yeah, they this did This ain't the Comedy Awards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Here's the thing is, um... I've... Okay, I've watched uh, Zootopia, I've watched Moana, and I've uh, recently watched uh, Kubo on the Two Strings. Kubo on the Two Strings, a phenomenal movie, and I feel like not enough people have recognized that. Like, I was talking to Chris earlier about how When Zootopia came out, like that's like the biggest, most talked-about animated movie of the year. Everyone loves it. Good reason. Really good movie. Great voice acting. Connects with adults
1: and kids too. Jason
0: Bateman is charismatic as always. It's really funny. And the message is so fucking beautiful. And of course, the, the animation is beautiful. They get like every little hair just right, and that's what people keep talking about. But. I love the animation for Kubo and the Two Strings more because they go for a very unique style. Very, I different. like
1: it more than both Moana and fucking uh, yeah, what the, was the animation other one? style. The animation style, Zootopia. maybe not the story, yeah, Zootopia, but the yeah. way that they animated it. For I sure, I thought
0: it was very artistic to go through that. They they concentrate on a totally different culture and uh, they use the elements of that culture to help tell the story in a really interesting and fantastic way. It's a very fa- it's a fantasy movie. Uh, of course, it's always interesting to me. Um, a lot of fun origami kind of wheeled into the thing, and like it's a beautiful story about a kid, uh, you know, learning about his family that he didn't really know growing up, and uh, and just kind of coming of age tale as well. He's got the hero's journey in there, overcoming fears and obstacles. It's a beautiful fucking movie. Um, Zootopia was a really also a really good movie. Like we said, it's about tolerance, a movie that is pretty relevant right now, and about accepting people, even though it does have its fucking problems, and it's kind of like a weird. Uh, there's some weird underlying things going on in the movie but still really good real funny and all that stuff and then Moana which I talked about like two weeks ago was my favorite animated movie of the year still is
1: yeah I um, started watching it last night and I fucking love it it's really fucking it's really funny dude the chicken I love the pig I was like I love that fucking pig but the chicken is my favorite character oh, man great. the chicken's the funniest fucking doesn't do anything fucking away! <laughs> Just cross-eyed dumb chicken. I fucking love it. I can't. I, love, I never laughed so much. I was trying to wake you up. I was laughing so goddamn. Watching the chicken
0: be the chicken. I love Ma and like. uh Also, like Kubo and Two Strings are taking a different culture and weaving that in into how to you're, tell the you're story. You're gonna
1: have to watch this one then. Uh, My Life Has a Zucchini because the animation from looking at the stills is really claymation? fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Cool. It's,
0: yeah, it's like classic claymation, but um. When it comes to like Moana, they also they use that different culture to weave into the story. Not just, oh, here's a token fucking character of a different culture. No, they use that culture to really weave into how to tell their story. And it's very unique in that way. And on top of that, like I've said before, they do such a good job of defining the characteristics of their character. Not just the, like a little mermaid, you have the strict dad because he needs to be the strict dad. Right. No. They have a strict dad and they tell you a backstory about why the dad is strict, his horrible past. Yeah. They tell you for every single character has a very unique backstory and why they are the way they are. The, the bad guy the, shit. the bad guy that you think is the bad guy, like the rock is the bad guy in the beginning of the movie and you find out why. He's not Like Maleficent or fucking Ursula or any of these bad guys in the other Disney movies where they're bad just for the sake of being bad. He is selfish and he's egotistical, but you find out why. And it makes sense at the end of the film and he has a resolution. And then the other bad guy I'm not gonna try and get into right now, but that also has an incredible meaning behind it. That's very meaningful, it's very impactful. It's I like I think that fucking should win. It's probably gonna go to Zootopia. That's my prediction. Is that the best animated film will go to Zootopia? But
1: I think it should go to Moana. Yeah, and every character that I've seen so far is very three dimensional. Like you get you connect with instantly the main girl of the movie. You connect with the rocks character, but also the dad. The reason being, like Adney just said, and it shows that he has liked a dark the Disney dad. No, like, yeah. they, Besides Mufasa, he's and, the only one. And mm-hmm. at first you're like the dad's a dick, but yes, once you find out he does have a dark patch, like oh well, he has a reason. He's very protective. Of his daughter, and then the grandma I fucking love, dude. <laughs> Grandma's grandma is definitely a great character. She's like, she's like, oh, are you gonna tell that? She goes, I don't, I'm his mother. I don't have to tell him shit. Basically, is what she says, which I thought was a really good line. I don't have to tell him anything. I'm his mom, and she's totally like the grandma of well. I'm gonna let my grandchild do whatever they want. She's a free. Spirit. I'm gonna guide, Yeah, yeah. It's like giving them candy, she's giving the, the kid candy grandma. at late at night, even though the parents are like, don't give them candy. They're not gonna sleep. And she's like, no, here's some candy. She's <laughs> that grandma, and I, yeah. and I really love. Hey, it was a perfect grandma. And she was her, her kind of call to adventure sort of thing. It's like she hands her the necklace, and it's like, go, my child, sort of thing. So I mean, the, the characters you instantly her, connect with. She was
0: her Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah,
1: you instantly connect with the characters immediately in the movie. It's fucking great. As a complete animated feature. Like, the category that it's in, I'm going to go with you and say it's probably going to go to Zootopia, and if it doesn't, it's going to go to Moana. But if it was strictly based upon just the animation with no story behind it or whatever, I would personally go with Kubo and the Two yeah, Strings. Yeah, there was like just the just so War far. for animation, yeah, for the, art, for the animation. art of what the animation looks like. I, exactly, I would agree. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't have that. Like, that's a creator. They Somebody's have like, creating these, the, uh, this type of animation. You, I mean, look at Attack on Titan. That animation is so crazy. They were trying so something fun. really different with that like style it's more of animation. Advanced, just more and advanced. It's like whoa, look that's and that shit's drawn. That's fucking crazy. So, they should have a thing dedicated to the art form behind it. I mean, they have cinematography, they should give it to Oh, can to we, I want to, to talk
0: about this cuz you mentioned Can you bring up uh nominate nominees for best prosthetics uh costume <laughs> was it best prosthetic lens? On. Suicide Squad got nominated for a fucking Oscar. I don't know and I want to bring up that whole category best and, supporting actor the trash bomb. <laughs> 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 best on screen belly dance and shit like oh my god best oh, like is it
1: production design
0: best shittiest movie <laughs> that cuz i remember like that movie what it does is upset you yes and <laughs> they make they got like they tried to be like uh like girl power empowering for women but they did it in the in the very guy centric way whereas, oh no, she's sexy. These characters are sexy because they're taking back their sexuality. It's like, well you're still being objected. Yeah. Object and you're not being you're not really contributing much to the actual plot or overall storyline or anything like that. You're not Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is, and for some reason, she, Wonder Woman's character hasn't been welcomed the way Harley Quinn's character has.
1: And Wonder Quinn, Woman's not a
0: whore. Harley Quinn is the antithesis of fucking of like feminine Mentally power. Mentally ill. <laughs> and like if like I don't understand how be like oh my god she's like being sexy but it's empowering and like I remember I actually um I watched a Grace Randolph video for the first time in a while. Uh, she reviews movies, but I tried not to watch her anymore because we review movies. Yeah. I don't want to be influenced and because she's a woman. No, but uh, she's 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 a feminist, and like she was actually talking about how like real like feminine power shouldn't be about just using your body to win. That's that's still being objectified. That's still doing what the guy wants instead of you didn't make the character or be smart or intelligent. Not like Harley Quinn used her sexuality to like lower your expectations, then outsmart you. That was never in Suicide Squad. They never showed Harley Quinn to be anything more than the ditzy girl who with a hot The real body. person that's okay, the black
1: lady. Not like, it's well, not like Suicide Squad was nominated for best supporting actress mm, or anything like I'm that. I'm just well, saying why Suicide
0: Squad, one of the reasons it annoyed me. Well well the most the most I, I'm, I'm mad why Harley Quinn is such like this huge everyone that's loves fair. Harley Quinn that's and fair. like no one's talk like I've seen like a couple of like Wonder Woman cosplays and then countless Harley Quinn ones. Everyone's saying how much they love Harley Quinn. And like not enough love for Wonder Woman. I'll give you
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Because Harley, well, Harley Quinn is. She's a weak human, individual. Yeah, the she character was, to, was made. Oh. She was trying to get back to the person who was fucking mentally abusing her. And even in the end, she was like, when he breaks her out, she's like, oh, yes. No, that's, that's People bad. People didn't get the point. It's of a that. bad thing. And that's the thing. Part of that could be done, could be pointed to the editing
0: of Suicide Squad and also the writing of Suicide Squad. They yeah. didn't like show that this wasn't a character to look up to. This is an example of a bad relationship of the last thing you would want. Everyone's looking up to it now instead. And that's stupid. Yeah, exactly. And so also yeah. fucking just ah god, the movie was a mess though.
1: Um <clears throat> no, the uh, the best. I really feel that they shat the bed on this whole entire category and that's why we're even getting a suicide mm. squad nomination because it's for makeup and hairstyling and there's three nominations, dude. There's three fucking why is there only
2: there's, so are, are, there's one nomination. Um, <laughs> Who's
1: going to win? <laughs> it's um a man called Ove it's a foreign film. And then you have Star Trek Beyond. And then you have Suicide Squad for the Star Trek That win. is a shallow pool. God, yeah. Hell it of a pool. But I honestly think Star Trek's probably gonna win. Yeah, it is. But I mean uh, that, 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 the main, that's the main a category made up for Star Trek. Like I just they didn't really try to get Makeup and hairstyling really in there. They were. I feel like this is just a throwaway fucking Oscar. Yeah, they should have a fucking Oscar for practical effects. This is effects. gonna be one of the, be the real that, fucking dude, that's Oscar that's practical two effects, two. dude. Yeah, this
0: is good. that that that's gonna be one of the awards they like. They announce who the winner is like after the commercial break. And yeah. Then, oh, <laughs> well, by the way, that one. Anyways, back to the important shit. Exactly.
1: yeah. <laughs> For me, personally, best production design is pretty cool for me because I understand what goes into the production design and whatnot. Stuff that's not CGA, stuff that practical is practical. effects, yeah. Star Wars is definitely going to be... They have to throw that in uh, there. So we got Arrival, Fantastic Beasts... Hail Caesar, which makes complete fucking sense. La La Land and Passengers. Hail Caesar First is a Hollywood all, movie, okay, isn't it? Like, Fantastic it Beasts, is. like, I feel like most of that was CGI. Yeah, agreed. I yeah. agree. So, no, but there was little pots you didn't see behind like, the CGI. <laughs> there's no way Fantastic Beasts win. Now, Arrival might, <laughs> just because there's green, a there lot practical of practical green screens set the CGI, that I mean. are in. One room locations that they have to make this location look somewhat great. I could kind of see. I, I think they were, I think they were
0: throwing Arrival of Bone yeah, because agreed. where Arrival is strong is the screenplay, the writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where Arrival destroys, and that's why it's great. And they're like, we're probably not going to give it to you, so we're going to show yeah. you some kind of love and give you some yeah. other nomination. And then you have *Hail Caesar*, all all in Pastures Now I haven't seen *Hail Passure Caesar* is like that is a period piece kind of thing. So like, but how I can see Again. winning
1: because they go through multiple studios within that movie, and you see a million fucking props yeah. that they have be to use practical effects. Design. They have to because that well, movie's it's about not really. It's not really practical effects. It's more product like the lamp over there in the corner, like like how the set. Actually, looks okay. rather than pra- using the practical effect. Well, they grabbed all, they, they're basically putting you in that time exactly they're exactly. putting in it's timeless you know what i mean and so with hell caesar you're literally in the 40s at one point and then you're in the 2000s at one point and then you're in the 60s at one point point. and it's so. in hollywood yeah. so they're, they're, in they they want to give it that, that, that because it. it's yeah. like well all these we're using all they guarantee they used a bunch of old products and from i can see hollywood. i can see la la land probably getting it too because it's like a <sighs> musical and they're constantly moving on the scenes and whatnot so you have to have certain things in a certain position as the camera pans yeah, across i can, and whatnot, I can see so. it I can see Lawn. It's, mean, there's sing, like, there's it's like a, in And there's the rain, like no. a scene where like, they dance on the clouds. And, and I just haven't seen Passengers. That's Ansari, <laughs> no, I know. Aziz Sorry, is like, he's like, whoa, when he, the cops are taking me, did you see the part where they dance in the clouds? You guys, he goes, uh, I must have fell asleep during that part. And they're like, oh my God, exactly. Uh-huh. You fell asleep on that uh-huh. part. It was fucking beautiful. They danced in the clouds. Like you <laughs> it's, do you that's, think, do yeah, you think you'll remember the name of the animated short if I name it or no? From the one that played in front of Moana? Uh, maybe. Okay, so short film animated nominees are Blind, Vasha, uh, Borrowed Time, Pear Cider, and it doesn't give me the whole fucking name, Pear Cider and Cigarettes. <laughs> what? That's kind of crazy. Um, I don't, the, the fact that it was like just in uh, front of Moana front as a
0: quick belt. thing, I don't think it's going to be even considered to be- Pearl and allowed Piper. Allowed to nominate. Really? If I'm, I'm being say? honest. I don't think they'll allow it. I'm just going to I it's like a six minute
1: thing yeah because Pixar's um, usually like they're they're nice was, it a, to Pixar? Some animators. was it a
0: Pixar one uh, I, no it's just a Disney thing because like Pixar didn't make Moana it was just a
1: Disney production which is surprising because I mean it's still great It's which just so you guys know
0: that is a separate it's a
1: separate room in the same building even though <laughs> Pixar is owned by fucking nope uh, it's called Inner Working son of a bitch the one that played before Milano is called Inner Working. Inner
0: So if you really want to watch a really incredible short film, it's like six minutes
1: long. Even Joel. If Joel gives a stamp of approval, I think he needs a win, to be honest. Yeah. Or we can go back to, uh, you know, remember that movie Ants? Remember with that guy playing chess? I think that should win. Best animated short. You guys remember that? Yeah. I remember that. Oh, playing he, with himself. Oh, of course, because he, he was In yeah. multiple personalities yeah. like split. Exactly. That's oh, Alzheimer's. Here's the, that's, that's mental health right there. Here's Boom. A new that's category why I that. Stevie's actually going to be kind of interested. Best fucking BDSM movie. Yeah. Best no. taboo fucking hand jobs. Best, <laughs> <such a laughs> best <dick>. tank scene. <laughs> <laughs> best, best murder scene. Yeah, uh, best sound editing. Best sound editing? Oh, nice. Uh, so you got Arrival, which the thing with sci-fi heavy movies are they rely on sound effects a lot mm-hmm. so I can see yeah. that one winning the atmosphere that they created exactly in that movie I was, I was so like on the edge like
0: so tense the entire movie and I recognized at different points I'm like oh it's the music that's doing yeah, it oh, yeah. I, oh I,
1: ominous you want ominous sounds okay is what, that for? forgetting term
2: forgetting Marshall term <laughs> like, oh, dark and, oh, and oh, ominous dark and ominous what else what else what
0: else fuck yeah I like
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking bad Baldwin, aren't you? <laughs> Billy Baldwin.
1: Nobody's uh, yeah, fucking Billy Baldwin. Uh, You're forgetting Sir Marshall. Go unfuck that yeah, right now. Yeah, that should awesome. win Best Picture. Seriously. Um, they would have sound editing uh, arrival. Deep Water Horizon. Haven't seen it. It's uh, a Hacksaw Ridge. La La Land. And Sully. Oh, yeah, La La Land's going to win They're going to give it to La La Land, Probably For sure Which like, is a really big bummer Because Arrival relied so heavily On the sound editing That it turned re-off Because there wasn't a huge Like because in my TV The sound's really low And I plugged in my fucking speakers And they didn't work And it was this whole fucking thing So the sound was really low I understand what I'm watching, and I know that these tones are helping me watch it. She doesn't realize that they're like uh, tones are emotional audio like it, aids for her. It feeds her, an emotion, yeah, yeah, right. And so she kind of fell out of the movie because she couldn't hear it, which is yeah, really if they were louder. Problem. I bet she would have yeah, definitely if it was fucking louder. Yeah, because I've got great. to witness you putting fucking sound into a film that you did, and it was okay. like, yeah, dude, you're adding an emotion. You're you're and, like yeah. you're giving the yeah, screen yeah. something that it should have. It's feeding into the storyline. That's what that's what sound fucking does. It's such a, it's, that's what sound does. Uh-huh. It's like the heartbeat of the movie. Yeah. like It
2: really oh, gives dude, you a rhythm for fucking it.
0: Fucking fuck you, dude. <laughs>
2: it's like
0: the heartbeat of the movie. All right, move on. Uh, God, that was beautiful. And, and it, can, it cues you into so many different things that are beyond visual. Like you can't just see everything else. Exactly. The fact that Arrival did such a good job of – slowly building the music in a way that you didn't notice it. Even, like, someone who's obsessed with fucking movies and just, want, like, is trying to see every little thing, I bet you didn't realize the music was playing until a few seconds yeah. and you're like, holy shit, the, oh, now I get it. For sure. Right?
1: It's just like yeah. video, game. just no, like it's video games. Just like Japanese video games who have repetitive sounds. It's... Well, no, like, have, and I, 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 I talk about that. Like, well, unfortunately for me, I can I hear visual, or uh, audio cues and, and I see visual cues. I just, I can, I know when they're happening but it doesn't ruin it for me. I, I the, realize it's happening and if anything, it gets me more more engaged because I know and I realize what they're trying you to have do for me as the viewer. It took you know me a second. Like, I was like, you know. I remember,
0: like, I was like, feeling like super uncomfortable and like worried and scared and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? I feel like this is this. and then like, it
1: finally snaps like, oh, this
2: fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They kept Adney, doing
1: it. Adney thought it was just the fact that the ships were shaped like vaginas. That's why he's feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. and worried. And, and then the like, final two. It, it, was a, a, it wasn't Amy Adams acting. Was, those those Adam fucking ships are going to take <laughs> half. I already know it. I already know it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> the final two categories that we care about are going to be um, for writing, best um, adapted screenplay, and then best original screenplay. Arrival. nice. And you're going to actually be really surprised by this. Apparently, Arrival was an adapted screenplay. Because it says under adapted screenplay, you got oh, Arrival, it's a book. Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. So I think it. Should, oh God, I think it should be Arrival. Arrival's a fucking book, dude. Really? That's awesome. Uh, well, adapted would be as far as taken like, from something that. Right. I mean, does now adapted does that mean now taking from like a, a concept oh, or, I, or, maybe, or an idea you know of something? something? It maybe from it could be that exists already. Okay. So it exists already. So, so it could have been a screenplay written by somebody and then somebody took it and that's, then rewrote it. So I guess. I, we don't, I don't know enough on it. I guess at, that's right. Top of my But anyways, so that's
0: adapted. Yeah, and um, then yeah. I th- ha, okay, so obviously I mean I want those, Arrival, are gr- but, those are, but gr-
1: those are some hitters. Uh,
0: yeah, it might go to fucking like Moonlighter. I'm
1: really intrigued by this Lion movie. What about uh, original screenplay? Okay, and then we'll go to our last category. Oh shit! Hold Deadpool. On. So, uh, Arrival is 2016 American science fiction book uh, or American science fiction movie written by Eric uh heiser it looks like a german name based on a 1998 short fucking story called story of your life oh by ted chang it's written by an asian guy i think oh shit but But yeah it's written by an asian guy that's why
0: it's good time time out chris story of your life think about that and think about the meaning of the movie real quick
1: of arrival
0: yeah story of your life dude that's sweet. So that's the name. <laughs> Holy of it. shit! Okay, go back. Okay, so oh, original. Oh, I see. you <laughs> So yes, yeah, that's
1: way better. Yeah. Story of your life written I'm glad, by I'm written damn. It, I'm, glad glad I'm glad the t- movie doesn't do that. I'm glad <laughs> the movie doesn't do it. I'm glad written by Ted Chang. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's okay, good. so go, okay, so what's the original? Uh, you guys are excited. That's your, dude, that's your best fake. <laughs> good, dude. All right, best original. Now you know the original, original name. We got Hell or High Water, fucking La La Land. <laughs> That's how they're gonna announce it. Fucking <laughs> la <laughs> The lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and Twentieth Century Woman. I am excited about Manchester go by with, the Sea. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the lobster because I've never heard of that. Oh, it really? It has a uh, Colin Farrell in it. It was like at the very beginning of last year. I'm Colin Farrell's sure. great. Have you seen Horrible Bosses? <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> or, or Daredevil? Are you kidding oh, me? They yeah. try to make him an action hero Dude, so hard. Like no, he's comedy. Talk about yeah.
1: Oscar Daredevil didn't get one either fucking minute. either Deadpool either you
2: fire the fatty
1: dude Deadpool should have got nominated Deadpool didn't nominated. get one fucking nomination. Nomination. either you fire the fatty or you fire the cripple or I fire you <laughs> <laughs> or I fire all three of you yeah that's what he says <laughs> that's so fucking funny remember he takes the fucking handicap pass I know fucking crying <laughs> 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 oh, oh we have one more that we fucking think out. i not give a fuck if I fucking poison some fucking kind in reservoir <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the best character he's ever
0: played in his fucking life. I know what gay people look like, oh yeah, you do? Yes, yeah, see him all the time. Where? At your house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's so. Dude, he's so fucking funny in dude, Horrible Bosses. He's my favorite fucking person ever in Horrible Bosses, dude. Holy shit. Um, we have one more category that's best directing, and we got. Oh, God. Dennis. Martin Scorsese has to be. Bella Nueva. Silence. Vill- Villanueva uh, for Arrival, um, mm. Mel Gibson Hacksaw Ridge, nice. probably Mel, Damien Chazelle La La Land, oh, Kenneth Lonergan Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins Moonlight. What? Dude, you Manchester can- of says he by the didn't Sea didn't get fucking high. nominated for Dude, best I director. director. I don't. Here's the thing. Wait, what? I don't understand. I'm mad. That was this fucking. That's I got a pee. Dude, that's his passion project, and he didn't get nominated. Are you fucking kidding me? It's Martin oh, yeah. Scorsese,
0: motherfuckers. And also, Raging Bull didn't win Best Picture. Martin doesn't get enough love.
1: Yeah, he does. But here's yeah. my thing. That's why we said we I want to th- suck Martin's old dick, man. That? I, I,
0: I think Mel Gibson's going to get it because yeah. everyone loves like a redemption story.
2: Yeah, they this do. guy
0: who was a, who was a fucking super popular actor, funny, great, and everything, and then he became in a, like holy shit, this guy can direct so fucking well he's such a good director and he director. can write he's, he's a, a great writer He's he knows how to make a fucking movie and act in one and then, of course, the whole crazy thing happens. He's racist, and so he, he fits in
1: Hollywood perfect! And he
0: was gone forever, and then he comes back, and he's slowly making all these movies over and over again, and he's still making good movies, but nobody wants to acknowledge it, because he's yeah. a piece of shit.
1: And the for winner him, is Australian actor, <laughs>
0: director! <laughs> and then he comes and makes fucking Hacksaw Ridge, which is a beautiful movie, beautiful story behind it. Yeah, it is. Very meaningful. You got Andrew Garfield, nominated for best fucking actor, like, and... For him to be like like win best director would be such a great redemption for him, and I think Hollywood would fucking suck its own dick over that. Like we all, Hollywood has this ability to just help people and all
1: that stuff. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, and um, I I do love the Jews. Um, I do love the blacks as well. So uh, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's our thoughts on the Oscars that are coming up. Those are our predictions of who's gonna win what. And put your money on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Long, so.
1: almost everything. But, since we're on the topic of movies... And don't worry, when it's over, we'll talk shit when the Oscars really come, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about some movies that we're excited for at the beginning oh, of this show? Well, I trip? got a lot I'm excited for. There's some coming up. Gonna bust a nut upon the movies. Chris and I don't know. I can... <laughs> 2017, <laughs> you butts. Okay,
0: so... Um, <laughs>
1: I just I don't know I just I want to
0: talk, but since the beginning of the year, I wanted to bring up the like because we talked a lot of shit lately. I want to talk about movies that this are coming out this year that we're all really excited to see. Each of us picking some. Um, there's a lot that I'm excited about, some more than others, obviously. But um, because there's so much coming out this year, I was like, just the first six months. We'll do that real quick. We'll bang that out, just quick in list form. See what see what you guys think. See if you guys want to see it. Um, so. Anyways, uh, my first movie that I was super stoked for it to come out this year um, was *Underworld*.
1: Blood <laughs> yeah, Wars. you were, you were stoked. <laughs> I
0: was stoked about it because it's fucking Kate Beckinsale in leather and stuff, and uh, I'm excited
1: stuck. for *John Wick* too. You're not excited for that, but, are
0: you? Like, but *Underworld* <laughs> turned out to be a huge fucking letdown. So, I was spoiler,
1: like, <laughs> yeah,
0: spoiler. <laughs> that movie, like, it forgets its own rules of its universe. <laughs> And, like, just make shit up on the spot because they keep changing writers. The original people are have, are nowhere to be seen. They just keep changing all this weird – it's just – it's a bad movie. <laughs> and, like, even the Ash sequences aren't well. Like, they're it's trying a to make this bad young kid, movie. They try to make this new young kid, like, this new, like, star of the franchise, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? This movie has been resting on Kate Beckinsale's slim, slender ass for <laughs> fucking – Slim, ass slender first. ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's juicy. He's you know, going to be in the sequel, juicy. Slender Woman.
0: Anyways, I was let down. Uh, but the movie I'm next that I'm really looking forward to, like Steve just said, is John Wick Two. Um, John Wick, the original, the first one, kind of came out of nowhere. It was yeah. Like I didn't see any previews for. It. All I knew was, hey, did you hear about that uh, Keanu Reeves movie? And of course, no. whenever Keanu Reeves,
2: what <laughs> movie?
0: Whenever and every Keanu Reeves movie gets a lot of shit because he's a robotic actor. Uh, You're a robotic he doesn't actor. know how to show emotion, <laughs> which is why he was great for The Matrix. The reason why he was so good in that first movie was because he was supposed to be just a controller for you with the audience to inject yourself into, which is why that, which is what kind of helped that movie's story move along. If the main character was played by somebody charismatic, like Will Smith, the way it was supposed to be done, Will Smith was offered the role. He denied it. But if it was Will Smith, that movie wouldn't have been what it was because it'd have been like, Oh, it's just Will Smith in a fucking karate movie. Not, Oh, here's a movie. That underlying theme and all that stuff, I'm getting off track. <laughs> the reason why, it's that same reason why Keanu Reeves was so perfect in John Wick, because he's not supposed to be, he's supposed to be just a mindless killing machine who's trying to find peace, and he. They got he, the mindless part, right? yeah (laughs) he found peace and like he's like he's a he's a fucking mob hitman who was the fucking most badass hitman of all time he fell in love and he wanted to quit the game but then like these marshmallows like okay (laughs) we'll let you leave if you do this and they give him these impossible fucking tasks like he's never gonna do it he does it because he's fucking john (laughs) and they're like oh shit what we gonna do he's got that swinging we need to to keep him in the business like yeah but are you gonna try to make him i'm not gonna make (laughs) him you can leave bro you can leave ends up leaving and he's with this girl but she fucking dies of like leukemia or some shit and her dying thing that her last thing she does before he dies get him a dog and he loves his dog and then these assholes kill his dog and that's your catalyst and that's what sets jungwick on a rampage of murder and he just dude the movie's fucking awesome
1: Love that book. And they're
0: making another one and its I'm super excited for it because also Lawrence Fishburne from The Matrix is going to be in <laughs> so it. cool. Johnny Legs is back because he was in the first one. He, he was hella cool in the first one. He's coming back. I am excited for Lego Batman, uh, the Lego movie. Ooh. I was so
1: surprised. I was just about to say that to you. You're stoked. I know
0: you're so stoked about that. I was so surprised. When I, I remember telling you how surprised I was about the meaning behind the leg. I thought it was gonna be just a big long commercial. Yeah. But I was me down too. for it because, you know, Chris Brad and fucking Allison Bree yeah. and shit. And I was just like, no, I'm totally gonna watch that movie. It has Batman in it. And I, it was like, oh, wow, by the end of the movie, I was just blown away because I connected with it so hard. And, It's beautiful fucking movie. Like, now we're gonna do a spinoff with Batman. It's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna have the same meaning. I know it, but it's still gonna be fun. I'm not
1: excited for that. There's another fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie coming out. Are you fucking kidding me? We'll be positive.
0: We'll be positive right now. Jesus Christ. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Next one. Okay, you're gonna. When I say what movie this is, you're gonna call me a hypocrite, and you're right. (laughs)
2: You're totally right. (laughs) Fucking hypocrite.
0: Kinda, kind of want to see the Great Wall which oh, is that Matt Damon really the Matt really? Damon one
1: the one that he's playing hear me out hear me out hear me
0: out Pedro Pascal's in it oh
1: that's the only but is day. he gonna be like a like a heart supporting actor or is he gonna yes. be like a no? He, well, role? he's gonna be playing the Red Viper but in China
0: <laughs> at the time I, a man who walks between worlds It's uh, that's the only reason okay, anyway Next one I want to look <laughs> <laughs> There's some hot Asians too You just it. want to see a white man play an Asian? <laughs> Fuck you. How dare
1: you. Yeah, because you're you you're definitely the racist one. <laughs>
0: uh, next one.
1: Logan. Yeah, talked about uh, the trailer.
0: Yep. Uh, obvious reads. I, I'm in. Dude, dude, the second I'm trailer is
1: fucking epic. Not watching it. We got to see Watched 50 it. seconds of the first one. Turn it off because I'm in. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, has, has you jacked, yeah, man. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Yeah, second trailer confirmed that it's X-22, or sec 23 I mean, and the animal list. Oh, dude, it's, it's so great. You Have had me reason. at huge Jacked, man. Oh, that's that's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> next one, uh, Kong Skull Island. I love monster movies. Skull, oh, Island. Skull Island. I think they're doing something uh, really interesting with this. They got John C. Reilly being funny. They got John fucking Goodman. Oh, in, like, John in Very reminiscent of his role in, Clover, in Tin Cloverfield Lane. He's like creepy and menacing. Uh, Sam Jackson's in it. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Like, I'm in for that.
1: I didn't realize you said Kong Skull Island. You just said it all so fast. Yeah. (laughs) My fault. (laughs) (laughs) fault. (laughs) (laughs) That's his favorite Asian actor, actually. I'm excited for Skull Island. (laughs) 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 Kong Skull Island. (laughs) Yeah, he was in in (laughs) one of those movies. (laughs) Fast and the Furious.
0: Um, Also, uh... I know it's kind of stupid, but uh, Beauty and the Beast. Kind of looking forward to it. Yep. I'm
1: excited to see it just because it's live action of something that we have grown up with for a really fucking long time. So I'm intrigued to see what. Yeah, I just want to see it because I'm really into bestiality. So. Yeah, that's well we mine. know that. Who so I just you. I want to <laughs> see the, the fucking. Beast
2: is
0: handsome though. That's what kind of bothers me. Is that yeah. he looks good.
1: Yeah, like He's just, just as hairy as I shop. am, just as hairy he as
0: I am. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All well, like, these rich, these women away. out here, dick, they fuck around. His
1: dick nickname is Gaston. I no, wonder right, if it's t- like a red
0: dick, though, like a dog
1: dick. <laughs> 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 that fucking here, no, there. hooks well, the inside. What? We'll cover that in well, the well, see, review. That's what I'm, I'm. that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Disney actually puts in the sexual explicity in the movie. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's a live like, action, right? Like, I mean, you're trying to be yeah. real, right? And you start spraying them both down with water, trying to get the dick to...
2: <laughs> 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 hey, hey! stuck in the
0: Okay, um, next one. Uh, it's a it's a real small like independent film. But, uh, you're gonna laugh at the title. Uh, How to be a Latin lover?
1: Oh, that's why you want to see it. Hands down, right no, there. No, no,
0: because the guy
1: the also guy, starring Pedro Pascal.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he would
0: be great in this film, but it's it's a comedy. That's the thing, though. It's a comedy. It's it's because it stars uh, Eugenio Derbez, who uh, he I don't know if he had. I, I feel like he helped write the movie. I'm not sure, but he definitely starred in a movie called "Instructions Not Included." Um, movie, movie made in Mexico. Uh, it's all subtitled, but it's a it, that movie was really fucking great. It was one of my favorite movies that came out that year and it was fantastic it's all about this mexican guy like some hippie white chick comes and like visits in mexico and like they have this fling but she ends up leaving she has a kid raises the kids so this little it's a little girl raises it for like six years and then comes back to mexico and drops the kid off and disappears so now here he is this guy who's lived his bachelor life and he has to raise this little girl he has no idea like, who's oh, already six years no. old yeah it's- is and that? it's like it's a, it's one of the most beautiful stories of like a guy I think it's on fucking Netflix right now I keep fucking really? seeing it all. dude it's fantastic I, I, I'm pretty, what was it called the again? little instructions not included because talking about how you, there's no instruction book to really be, out of, to be a dad especially when you're a dad raising a little girl on your own and he tries to have these other girls that he's sleeping with help him but they can't and he has to learn how to be a father and he fought fa- that, that one He falls, fucking he's, on the Netflix the little girl is the most adorable child actor I have yet to see ever. I keep fucking browsing that over it like, she's a little blonde girl I who think speaks gonna Spanish like the entire movie is the most adorable <laughs> thing ever. And you're saying I'm going to like it? I think you're. Gonna, I think everyone should like it. Oh, man. But it's in in this new movie, How to Be a Latin Lover. He basically plays this guy who just bangs really older chicks because they're millionaires. Pedro Pascal, like I said, like I said he Pedro. just lives them off. Of him. And like next thing you know, like he ends up marrying this one. But then he gets like you know he's in his middle age and she's in her 80s and she ends up leaving him for oh! like this really even younger car <laughs> Carson. <race. laughs> even younger, he's, Pedro he's, Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And now he has to learn how to like be an adult and like learn how to. He's trying to and like he's like he ends up him and. Uh, sama hayek's in it plays his sister and um he lives with her for a little while and he and like she's like oh this is my nephew you start taking him to school and he ends up like saying oh like my nephew is in love with this other girl and she has a hot millionaire grandma i'm gonna go after that grandma but then it's all but it's really about him connecting with his
1: nephew and like you know developing as a human being yeah and getting really good at bingo and shit you know (laughs) before you rattle off another one i got one for you it's called the space between us yeah um, didn't know anything about it. Never had seen anything about it. It's about a boy, the first person who was ever born on Mars, and then he hits about 16, 17 and he gets brought down to Earth, and it's how he fucking deals with being a teenager. Oh, oh that's shit! The, dude, that that, it's that, that lends <laughs>
0: itself to so much great like social commentary and exactly. mental health. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Terrifying. How that's would an alien saying. like look at the way we do things on Earth? Like, and I, I want him to go that route. That's like but a Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan movie. They're probably
1: gonna go the <laughs> other route. <laughs> I, yeah. I want pussy but i don't know what pussy is you know what I mean? like this is fucking scary i'm You're craving on mars i'm craving Mc- Donald's is what I'm getting in my head, (laughs) but I don't know what that is. One that I know is just going to be stupid fucking silly. It's not going to have a great plot. It's not going to be complex. It's not going to have me thinking or wondering, but I want to see it because I like silly movies. Fist fight with Ice Cube and Charlie Day. (laughs) I love Charlie Day. (laughs) I know it's going to be stupid. I like Ice Cube, so I'm going to go and say fuck you. I want to see it with you. (laughs) Um, I know it's going to be dumb. I know it's going to be stupid, but about it. <laughs> uh Guardians of the Galaxy Two is coming out. I'm excited about that. I had that one uh, to fun- yeah. Um Homecoming, obvious. Uh, reasons. Obviously, Homecoming is gonna be fucking epic. Wait, Spider Man, oh, Homecoming. That's, oh. that's the next six months. That's the, um, next, the, 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 the. Oh my bad. Well, fuck you guys. Well, you did. Read, read, the criteria, bro. I don't have the thing. It's I mean, on your okay. team. group text. Well, I. Well, I'll bring it. Okay, bring uh, it. Back. Time is so, linear, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, it's
2: not. Yeah, linear. My bad. No, it's not you
0: mean time? <laughs> you cyclical? Yeah, I'm cyclical? well, the
1: fact that you didn't know that <laughs> you don't get to do it. Next one up. I've done cocaine. Next one, <laughs> King Arthur. Ooh,
2: with Charlie use... Hunnam.
1: Oh, I saw. I don't I really like it. I don't like his hair in it. I think they they try to make it way they, too they new do, style. They try to make him too sexy. But I'm actually, I st- it's
0: still a fantasy movie that I want to see. Yeah, cause uh, Charlie
1: Charlie Hammond's in my fantasy next every one. time I jack off. Uh, <laughs> Alien Covenant. Thank you. Yeah. That's the one I want to see. It that is good. my biggest movie. It's ri- is it Ridley Scott or James Cameron coming back? Uh, I can not tell you. I can't, I don't know off the top of my head. I, haven't, my, I think it's Ridley Scott. I haven't gone into it and really, like, delved no into it yet. Let me see. I'll, I don't see. know, but. Uh, yeah, Alien- it's Ridley Scott. Yeah, because James Cameron's not here's He
0: was like a hard, fucking serious, fucking back to Aliens roots kind
1: of movie. Sorry yeah. for that. He wrote the original, or he directed the original, right? Yes. Ridley Scott, yeah. Ridley yeah. Scott did the original. James Which James, is just a, a great horror sci I'm pretty sure did Aliens, the Aliens,
0: the sequel, was much more action. Yeah. With the Jim Cameron kind of thing. Yeah. But the original was horror and Jim really Cameron's, suspense. It holds up. It holds
1: up so well. It's really well done. The atmosphere, everything. Just wait, Second hold on movie. before you, uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, K- Gladiator, Alien, The Martian, Blade Runner, Predator. Blade Runner, piece. yeah. You talk, <laughs> you talk about Blade Runner. The motherfucker um, knows. Oh, I mean, shit. honestly, <laughs> let's. Dude, Aliens versus Predators, is oh, the best Black one is down. down. We already know that. <laughs> So, like, was, I like oh, Black, Down. Like, Black Hawk Down. American Gangster. The list goes on and on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Black Hawk Down gets a lot of shit for the Jerry Bruckheimer dialogue right. and for being way super over, over the top, top. dramatic, but, but I
0: like it. I, I used like to it.
1: always watch that fucking movie, plus he likes fucking uh, Hart, what's his name? Uh, no, I don't. Zeke. Match. <laughs> Zeke. i <Zimmer. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> he did Hannibal too. Here's one that I This motherfucker is gangster. Go ahead.
2: This <laughs> movie. This is gangster.
0: But here's what, dude. I am. The gangster award (laughs) goes.
1: Jerry Brockheimer! (laughs) This is Jerry Brockheimer's sixth board for being a gangster. (laughs) They're making a
2: fucking Captain
1: Underpants movie! Yeah, I have it on my list! (laughs) And guess who's the fucking voice of Captain Underpants? Ed Helm! Oh, dude. Okay, so, but
0: the movie that I'm probably. Maybe not most, but like, right there, like, top two is Wonder Woman yeah coming yeah. out in June
1: dude it looks so fucking it looks like it totally reminds me of, I already said this the female version of uh, the first Avenger it's almost like it's super thrown back to that it's like the war in the trenches which is so fucking badass and it, what, what, that's what's so interesting about it is that instead of doing like there's
0: so many World War 2 movies they're doing World War 1 And that's so interesting because it seems like – because one of Wonder Woman's main villains is Ares, the god of war. Oh, what? Yeah, and like that's that's most likely what's going to be like the main villain of this movie because like this is the first time that the entire world was at war. Why wouldn't you have the god of war orchestrate this whole thing? There's some other like classic Wonder Woman villains that are going – that like have been like kind of like – uh, in the trailers,
1: they've been kind of I like. I love that, out, like, her Star villains. Avengers. I love that her villains are Greek, Greek gods. gods. Yeah, gods. I love that. That's, that's what, so that, fucking awesome. That's one awesome. of my favorite
0: things about Wonder Woman is that because I love Greek mythology, as you yeah. know, and like, and I think that they weave it into her story really well. And the fact that she's like demigod, and so you get like, so it's basically like a Greek mythology movie plus a war movie plus a superhero Dude, movie.
1: They're gonna run into some problems here very soon because once <laughs> they start trying to c- capture that world with, like, let's say, the Avengers world. The ideologies aren't. No, the same, it's never like- gonna be Avengers because it's DC. Oh, Avengers yeah. is Marvel. Okay, and I'll here's see. the thing, and I'm, like I, I always get to battle know, you, that. You know, and we, like here's my like, thing. They're so yinging. You said I that. Can't you said say that eight times because with- Addy <laughs> confuses us. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, your favorite movie is captain america and batman movie what those yeah. are so great ones dc and one yeah you yeah, 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 piece of it. shit. no wonder i'm so confused remember that one time he told you there was that porn with captain america and <laughs> fucking batman well never that's said what that. confused you never, <laughs> said that. never said that on air because he's respectful to the here's listeners so,
0: wonder woman exists in the same world as superman and batman all that stuff and if you think that maybe adding greek mythology into those guys might be a little confusing. I will remind you. The Avengers has Thor, which is Norse, Norse mythology, mythology yep. along with Iron Man, which is human technology, oh, mm. along with fucking, like, outer space shit as well.
1: Yeah, which Captain America, so, which is American v- theology.
0: American,
2: American, American
0: <laughs> theology. And you got, like, and Wonder Woman is just, like, is a great amalgam of a lot of different things, of, like, basically Captain America, the fucking star-spangled fucking hero, that kind of thing. But uh,
1: She's a fucking twat-spangled Are there going to be a bunch of features in the Wonder Woman movie, or is there going to be strictly Wonder Woman? Like, uh, are we going to see Thor, are we going to see from- Superman? From, yeah, from what I can see, Thor no, because it's Marvel. <laughs> yeah, from what I can see, okay. we just had this no, no, conversation. I mean, let me.
0: From what we can see, there's not going to be any other DC superheroes in this movie. Okay,
2: cool. They're going to Excel the Joker their,
0: because <laughs> that was that, that was like a big problem with uh, Batman v Superman. Is they they like we have to jumpstart our universe. Now they were rushing so hard to jumpstart it and introduce all their characters. I sh- lose your <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's it was that goofy and yeah, like yeah. and that just
1: like really clumsy. They really did that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a direct quote from a director from <laughs> Zack Snyder that's no, how Zack Snyder <laughs> yeah 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 you didn't that. read that fucking uh Ro- Ro- Rolling not Stones not magazine <laughs> in case you hadn't noticed Zack Snyder's not good with dialogue <laughs> it was in a Rolling Stones interview I read it <laughs> <laughs> no he's never been good even but this is sports not the best line you could have used
0: right and they there got, <laughs> uh, they got um they got Patty Jenkins uh directing who uh she did Zero Dark Thirty and stuff oh but I like I, I like that movie i director She's the one who's helming the fucking film. I mean, you got. I think that, uh. uh those are conflicting styles. I mean, uh,
1: it, it depends on how movie. much fucking camera shake she's gonna use. It's gonna either take me in it or it's didn't gonna take look me like, in. It didn't look like there was any fucking, uh, goddamn camera shakes like in fucking Transformers or anything. When it follows her through the trenches, it almost looks more 300 than camera yeah, shakes. Yeah, they do. She does. She yeah.
0: takes it because she's like, I feel like she's trying to. At the same time she wants to meet some of the aesthetic of the other DC films so she she doesn't do shaky cam and like it's a it's, it's going to be steady This cam. It's what we in the trailers yeah, cool. it's much closer to like the Batman fight scene cool. from the trailers rather but, than like but, a but, but she, she but movies. she adds in a little bit of slow motion so you could see exactly like how That's she's cool. fucking everyone up and uh the trailers look fucking amazing uh, from what I can gather from the story, I don't want to try and get into too much detail because you hate trailers, but
1: yeah, just don't spoil it for me. <laughs> it looks fantastic. I'm
0: really excited about Wonder Woman. I mean, I love the theme, like, it's still my ringtone, but uh, and just I'm just really excited for it. And you get there's this really cool nod. I'm just gonna tell you this one part like in the original Superman movies, when uh, Superman is like he's as, as Clark, he's Clark Kent, and him and Lois are in an alley and they're about to get mugged. He likes super quick, the mugger shoots at him and he catches it with his hand. That's in the original Superman movie. They do that basically, that same thing in the trailer, but instead it's Wonder Woman. She hurries up and quicks and blocks a bullet with her bracelet. That's Ooh. about to kill Steve Trevor. That's G. It's super cool and like there's there's some funny dialogue. Cause she
1: falls like in love that. with a human, right? Is that why yeah. Steve Trevor, who's an American, he's American pilot, crash lands on the island of the And he's sexy. It's the guy from Star Trek. Come on, <laughs> he's, he's sexy. He's so sexy. And horrible bosses, homeboy. Boom. This motherfucker's
2: good
0: looking. Yeah,
1: he's hella good looking. Stupid. He's awesome. He should be a star. Stupid, good looking. It's Ridiculous. I ain't a star. Yeah. Anyways,
0: uh, next movie. Uh, he uh, uh, Chris already mentioned the Captain we, Underpants. We should do Top Man
1: Crush when we do our fucking
0: Oscars. I got two more movies I'm looking forward to. Is the Mummy. I know, like yeah, it, no, it's Tom Cruise, which is going to probably you, you drag lost it me at Tom
1: Cruise, uh-huh.
2: but
0: but I mean oh, the regular the original movies were great, but ah oh, Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will about uh-huh. his, Scientology, yes, yes. and his religious beliefs, but Tom Cruise can still be fun in a movie. He's running in this movie, so you know it's going to be
2: fun. Oh. You're running. Running. running.
0: I didn't know that. Now and, you I know, know not running? and now I'm, I'm. I'll join you to the movies. And check this out. The, the um. is said he was gonna be running. The girl the best run of
2: 2007. <laughs> so uh, I thought I was
0: going. To no, no one runs th- th- better than. <laughs> th- th-
1: but so, I didn't expect this. I'm the only one that ran this year. <laughs> <laughs> I ran on my
2: running.
0: Uh, but um. But uh. The the girl she plays a villain in Kingsman Secret Service which is... Oh, You've been telling me to watch it. I didn't movie. get a chance to They're watch it. They're
1: coming out. I didn't want to bring it up. Kingsman 2's coming up, but it's for late, the later. Late, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh,
0: but the girl who plays one of the villains in that movie, she's fucking awesome and she's fucking super badass in that movie. She's playing the mummy. Interested to see how she does it, but uh, there's that. Here's the last movie that I'm excited okay. for in the first six months of the year. All Eyes on Me.
1: The Tupac biopic. Oh, dude, I am what? stoked. I've been watching the, I've been seeing the photos of it for so fucking long now, and I finally see them release a little tiny bit of a sneak little thing. I didn't, I didn't. see Oh, that. you didn't see that? No, dude. Okay. Was it, sweet? Oh, tell it. Dude, Was it sweet? Tell me about it, dude. Don't tell me about it, you piece of shit. Go watch your own trailer. Don't be giving <laughs> me. <laughs>
0: What no, about I mean, Baywatch, I mean, bro? So Here's stint. the thing: I don't know anything about this movie. I don't know what period of his life they're gonna do. Most likely, the prison stint is gonna be in it's there. The uh, All Eyes on five me, period. times is probably gonna be in there. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be gonna end with him coming back and like finding kind no, of peace. No, it's gonna
1: end him. with them making up how he got shot it's gonna to end t- with him getting shot because that's what it ends abney he died except you he didn't die it's gonna end with him in the alps making cds with elvis and fucking no hitler. he went to fucking argentina and he was with hitler My hitler and elvis could, and grombe <laughs> That's gonna end all of them like no, dude could, like at the end of star wars
0: you know could, no, they're all no. ghosts <laughs> it could end with all eyes on me like him releasing that and being a success then roll credits and then a little text that goes Tupac was shot and killed, if they can do that. Yeah, probably. Well, or that they, they, could, yeah. Like, or they, like, they could do, like, Marvel and have Maddie it, 10, 10, like, five. have
1: it like after credits of just him getting shot. Oh! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> there will not be a sequel. <laughs> you will not see Tupac in the <laughs> All eyes are crying. <laughs> a movie that I know you guys will absolutely hate, but I am a fan of the actor Is the guy from The League, the... Is Steve uh Renazizi. Z- Renazizi? No it's, it's, it's Jay Duplis it, It's Jay Duplis That's du- who he is Who's that that's, Which one that's from the league The, the blonde hair dude Or maybe it's I Mark I love the league I fucking love the league Oh it's Mark Sorry it's Mark Duplis that's They're brothers a great show that I've watched recently that had him in it was called Togetherness, and it's on HBO, and it's just about relationships, essentially, Now he is maintaining his relationship with his wife, who he's had for 13 years or something like that, and through the whole thing, trials and tribulations. He's a funny fucking so actor. So I, like, I just actors. like his vein of what he chooses and the projects that he chooses to do, like that togetherness, for instance, him and his brother wrote, and I feel like that's why I really enjoyed it. So I know their writing, and I know what they're typical of creating. And it is somewhat of a rom-com, but it's more like a um, like a creepy rom com, like a dark, a dark rom com, rather than a happy rom com. Like let's say uh, most rom coms, train, <laughs> train wreck. You know, train yeah. wreck is happy and everything. They do the yeah. opposite. It's it is a romantic. Oh comedy. yeah, they do the opposite. Like they don't steal. You <laughs> know what I mean? They like don't steal material, <laughs> oh, which is fine. Which shit. I'm excited. I love him as a uh, comedic fucking actor. I think he's really fucking funny. Yeah, exactly. Actually. So I, I mean, I would definitely fucking. Fuck I'm gonna fuck out. with this he movie. Has a it's perfect, called Table
0: Nineteen. He has a perfect face for a miserable guy. He, <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, like I don't regret- that. Yeah. I mean like No that's, it's that's just, true Just and like I'm Mike
1: Babibli to... and fucking Trainwreck <laughs> Like seriously That's a miserable Fucking guy So I'm excited for that one But one that I'm really Excited for that I felt like ending with Is Train Spotting 2 Oh That's wow. gonna yeah, be I, nice. I saw it. the trailer I have the book mm-hmm. Right now The original is on Netflix You haven't seen it Go watch it It's Dude. actually It's not for everybody I'm gonna put that Out there right If you're not up. If you've never done drugs You're not gonna get it Train Spotting is not For everybody Want to hear something funny I never saw it Really? Dude. <laughs> it's You'd like you'd it, to see it. You'd I think like you it. would. Yeah. You would like it. It's fucking... I mean, it's not up your alley, but you would be able to relate for sure. You'd no, be yeah. able to relate. It. Fight! Fight, fucking talk! Fight, fucking talk! Hey, fight, fucking talk! Hey, hey, gonna fight, fucking talk! Hey! Fight, fucking talk! Hey, you gonna fight, fucking talk! Hey, gonna fight, fucking talk. Mm-mm, gonna fight, fucking talk! Don't talk, don't fuck me, because that's rape. <laughs> okay, so,
0: um... There, I, what's this is what's fucked up. When I, I talk about a bunch of times about how boxing shoots itself in the foot constantly. What well, we got this weekend is a little bit of an example. Uh, HBO and Showtime, the two biggest uh, No, they're not. The two biggest networks that contribute and put on the big, biggest and best stars. They both have a fight <laughs> card this weekend, and not only do they both have a card, they both have double headers.
1: Oh my God. not only do they have the double headers Same time. It's at the
2: exact
1: same time! Oh my god! You literally have to have two cable boxes and two TVs right next to each other if you're a true boxing fan just to watch them because you have to watch them both at the same fucking time that's crazy dude that I'm actually really excited that Bellator and the UFC don't do that they actually schedule them on the opposite weekends to get all of the fucking MMA viewers instead of competing between Showtime and HBO like you're the same fucking it's it's such a dick waving fucking
0: no we're this no we're gonna uh, it's all about the promotion you're already making boxing fans pay for both subscriptions the least you could do is put them a week apart but since they're so fucking busy with their fucking egos these two double headers and they're
1: fantastic man Okay, so all, it's, all so all that's, that's gonna you just, do is you just keep switching back and forth hella fast and no, that way well, you and get and both but well, what's gonna happen things. now is what you're gonna have is you're gonna have someone who's either gonna either watch the cable HBO or Showtime and then on the laptop they're gonna fucking stream you have, you have slash to get the DVR. pirate you have to get the DVR where you can record one channel and or watch that. another you, you have, can have do that, to, you that you know, or though. watch one yeah. and then watch the next one the next day you won't be able to and just stay off the internet because there's no it way you physically can't watch two Fights at the same. It's you not can't. your eyes can't do. You can't. I you, can't. You you can because you don't pay attention. That's why you. Can't <laughs> I can't if I'm Kaylee because I can cross eye. You know? Oh, <laughs> shut
2: fight it. She doesn't listen. <laughs> she does. She's a little behind, but she'll catch
1: up. I'll, I'll just beep out her name. <laughs> yeah, that's my beep. That's cross eye. Cross eye. Cross far on beep, oh, man. <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> how dare you pack up my beep? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the fights that are happening this weekend uh, on Showtime. Uh, the guy I talked about so much this past year. Hold
1: on, this weekend, as in we released it, and they're coming out this weekend or this weekend, as in the one the that they just hear this. Happened. By the
0: time they hear this, would have already happened. But okay. Mikey Garcia is coming back. He's fighting for a title. Atliwet, just you know, it's cool. To, I wanted, I wanted to be able to see him back. You know, in like, on a a serious high-level stage where it's going to set up a potential big fight. Like, this is like a second fight back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've been a huge fan and Supporter Garcia. He has like, he's a fucking veteran beyond his years. Uh, He has all the tools it takes to be a world championship fighter. Um, In the main event, we're getting a fucking rematch to one of the best fights last year. Uh, Carl Frampton versus Leo Santa Cruz. Uh, Frampton, an Irish fighter from Ireland. It was a big year
1: for Irish fighters last Dude, year. Yeah, Peter Frampton's a great
0: fucking Irish fighter. <laughs> <person. laughs> but, uh, Carl Frampton, he was also, like, in the running for fighter of the year because, you know, he jumped, he jumped up in weight to fight Leo Santa Cruz, and Santa Cruz was a big favorite undefeated, and Frampton outboxed him and fought him in the trenches when he needed to do it, and he won. So, Frampton won the first fight, and he won the title. This is a rematch. Santa Cruz shot at redemption. Uh, Frampton is a boxer, but he likes to get in the trenches sometimes. He'll brawl with you and he'll make it exciting. That's his mentality. Leo Santa Cruz only knows how to fight one way and that's rushing at you, throwing 80 to 90 punches around. The guy has incredible <laughs> stamina and he shows incredible volume. The guy's a fucking maniac. That's awesome. And it's going to be another great fight. But of course, you'll see it. By the time it. Um, so I don't get to see those fights, which fucking sucks, but hopefully I'm going to be able to see the HBO fights. Um, the HBO fights... The doubleheader and the two guys, they're not fighting each other, but they are in the separate fights, and that's uh, Francisco Vargas and Takashi Miura, who, when they did fight 2015, and it was fight of the year, both guys got knocked down, it was a fucking horrible just back and forth, that's right when you thought Miura was going to finally finish off Vargas and knock him out, Vargas came rushing back and knocked out Miura in the ninth round, fantastic, amazing fight. And then this past year, Francisco Vargas officially won like fight of the year against Orlando Salido. So two years Jesus. in a row, Francisco Vargas has won fight of the year. Dude, that's fucking
1: badass. Yeah, and he's going to be uh, the one before the main event? Or he is? He the is main the main event. event
0: because he beat Miora. He's on the higher stage right now. His last fight was a draw, but it was, like we said, it's one of those... It's a rare occasion where it's satisfying that it was a draw. It was such a fantastic fight. And uh, what they're kind of building up to is if both Miora and Vargas win, right. they could fight each other in a rematch, which is guaranteed to be fireworks. Because it wasn't like Vargas won easy. Right. It was a hard-fought fight. And what like the, the fucking guys that they got him up against. Okay, so... Takashi Miura is fighting a guy named Miguel uh, Roman, who's a fucking—he's a top contender. It's gonna be a tough fight. He's a typical, you know, Mexican fighter. He has that great left hook to the body and everything, and it's gonna be a brawl for him. Most likely, Miura is gonna win, but it's an exciting fight, and that's really excited. It's gonna be fucking fun to see. And then, of course, uh, Francisco Vargas is taking on that fucking guy whose uh, last name is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Berchelt. Sound it out, Chris.
1: Miguel Berchelt. <laughs> <Fuck you>. <laughs> but uh, Yep. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. But, uh, it's like it's, I it's, saying, it's but a European name. Excited for these
0: but fights, but, like, and, of course, hoping that they turn out as great as we're all expecting them to be. I'm just fucking, it, you know, sucks that it's on the, that these two different cards are on the same fucking night. But either way... But Adney wants
1: you guys to know to watch boxing instead of the UFC, so... <laughs> that's the thing, is like... Watch both. There's no yeah, need to yeah. do one or well, the he, other. Do I both. mean, I could see it in his eyes. He said just watch one. So. <laughs> that's that's the thing, is like,
0: uh like... 2016 was kind of a meh year for boxing and that like there was a lot didn't of... Didn't like, seem like we talked about it enough, so... Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: but that's pretty a lot for of a time. Lot for, I wonder what a good year is going to be like.
2: <laughs> we're about to find out well, because
3: there was some... Is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> God damn, dude. I didn't
0: do anything. Like oh, at the man, end of the day, this like so
1: punching muffins yeah, like the biggest <laughs> fight that, child the, right now. The biggest,
0: like the biggest fight that got made, Ward Kovalev, still ended in a little bit of controversy, yeah. you know? And we didn't get to see Canelo fucking Nelovkin and shit like that. Like The big fights that we hella wanted to see didn't really get made. But... There's a lot of fights that are like being made right now for this year that are exciting and they're going to be fun. And I'm telling you this fucking, by the time you hear this, it would already happen. But go back and
1: look up the YouTube. <laughs> look look up We're happened. punching muffins right now. <laughs> Don't put that on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's it. Those are some exciting fucking, fucking fights, dude. It's such a fucking. Francisco Vargas that they is such would, a badass. Man. Like, talked about them forever. I've heard you, you have have to talk about
0: Francisco Vargas so fucking much. This division much, dude. is so crazy. And these, this is like a, all, like, this is that fucking 130. Just, and by the way, the Frampton fucking uh, Santa Cruz fight is the one weight class below it. It's, it's right there. It's featherweight. It's, it's, it's four up. pounds difference. Because you kind And then Mikey Garcia is fucking five <laughs> pounds above. <laughs> They're all right there.
1: Because yeah, the littlest ones are the most entertaining. Yeah? I mean, yeah. You fucking know that. But the HBO card's pulling you. Like the Showtime card's pulling you too, but the HBO card's pulling that you just so a little yeah, bit more. Because both fights
0: because look competitive. Exactly. Like like Garcia's probably going to just like dominate and like have a, like, a boxing match. He's going to measure the guy out a couple of rounds, then dominate him technically for a few more rounds, then probably stop him late. That's how Garcia fights. Yeah. This guy's outmatched. Yeah. The Frampton oh, Santa
1: Cruz fight—that's gonna be competitive. They they fight. But, but, uh, but, but the is the a- both
0: fights are fucking. But, but we red. all know they're
1: they're Adney's fighting. the professional hand. If you listen to him, you could also believe that the opposite happens because we've all know about the B hop that we talked uh, about I mean, earlier. So oh, oh, could be the opposite. Man, he likes digging it out. It, ca- that it could be <laughs> not a. It could be not a barn burn <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's right though. He is
0: good. He's absolutely
1: right. Fighting is <laughs> the theater of the unexpected. Yeah, dude. The. Perfect. That exactly sums up this past weekend at Bellator 170. Boom. That's, see that? See, I, see my lead in? I know. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> hey, oh, we're at. <laughs> Best leading of 2017. Last weekend, we got Bellator 170. You had Chell Sonnen coming out of retirement, three years coming out of retirement versus Tito Ortiz, somebody who was going into retirement, Everybody saying he's going to retire. I, I
0: thought he hadn't fought. In like I thought 20 he retired. Years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tito at no, 5, five nah, years, 35
1: years. He probably fought, I want to say, a year, if not like eight months before the Chell fight. So Tito is, uh, I wouldn't say active. Tito's a one fight a year type of guy. Um, because he's already made all of his money, but he's at the point in his life where he doesn't know what to do next. Dude, that joke, though. Holy shit! What that joke, joke. thrown at him. By oh, man. by oh, Chael. Oh my fucking uh, god, man! Um, do you Cause remember? Because you know his bring, ex-wife. I, I used to jack off to his ex-wife all the time. He's all, yeah, he says I like, get paid for running my, f- uh, for using my mouth, but the only person that got paid for running his mouth is his ex-fucking wife. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty much oh, yeah. dude. I was and like. And they're at like, a fucking press conference. Oh like, my have fight. god. And Tito was just like getting red and didn't know what to do. we have a chair. We'll see you on Saturday night. We'll oh. see you. On-. And you just see him getting red and his head's about to fucking burst and he's bursting with anger. But once Saturday night happened, once they stood up to the scale, they weighed in and everything. Who looked like the better fighter? Tito, who looked more prepared? Tito, who looked more emotionally involved? Tito. Everything leading up to this fight said, Tito, 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 Tito. And then once we happen to see it, we see the fucking fight, and the entire fucking fight fans within MMA go crazy, saying it's fixed. Oh, and then we start, I've seen that. I've seen videos. And I, I do
0: because an- when you brought it up, and I was like- Hey Chris, who do you think is gonna win? Are you leaning towards uh, Chael because of the age thing? That's what I said to Chris because that was my first instinct. Was I feel like Tito hasn't fought in forever, and like this is like a quick fight to end to officially end? Yeah, and you know, you know what you, I said back in, my, then in my your head, head is nothing,
1: <laughs> absolutely nothing because I was because <laughs> you're a bad and friend. asking you a no, question about this. I, I didn't know what to say to him because I, I because I'm, I was so iffy. I love Chael, but see, I love Chael as a persona. I love how Chael does a podcast. I love how Chael can um. Opened up a fight I love how Chell talks shit During all oh, the beginning Chell It was Chell Before there was Connor. Yeah and the reason You don't have Joe, Connor Without Chell And Stoney. that joke Was the best And what you need To understand Is his, Tito Ortiz's Ex-wife is Jenna Jameson I know that Well then <laughs> there you go know. You didn't laugh At the dick sucking joke I thought it was Fucking gold <laughs> he, he I was Cause I done. was like hat. I used to jack off To your wife bro <laughs> I'll say that to Tito's face I don't give a fuck He lost right That's <laughs> pretty gangster Like he said it to his Like that is Fucking bad, That's bad, money so, And that's I why bought. I love Chell <laughs> I love Chill for what he is outside of the ring. Okay, I mean, honestly, I've heard a
0: comedian. I've, I've heard of, like I've looked up on YouTube and like I've listened to clips of him talking about fighting, and it's really interesting. Like he's 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 very charismatic. he's a great salesman for himself. But he's charismatic when he's not. Even when he's not talking about himself, when he's talking about other fights that happen, analyzing him. Yeah, he's a great analyst. He's he knows great. how to break like animals. you
1: when yeah, you're not talking about stop. yourself. Uh, but he always like. Historically underperforms in the ring. He either will go out there and I'll baffle you and be like, "Wow, I had not seen that chill summer before," or he'll go out there and do exactly what he fucking did this week. He's inconsistent. Pretty much, he's inconsistent. And sometimes you don't know where his heart is. Sometimes you can see, like, no, he's got the heart right now. He ain't giving up. He's fucking trying. He's going for it. And then sometimes you can see he's just there. He's just someone to be in front of you. He's someone to get a fucking paycheck. And then what happened... And this is why all of the purists and the MMA fans are freaking out. Because then they released their pay. And Chael got a disclosed amount of $50,000. Whereas you have Tito, who got 300000 And then he Holy also got a win shit. bonus of like 100000 or something like that. So you have Tito making around about a half a million dollars for this fight. And then on paper, it says that Chael made 50000 So let me go into this real fast. I do not believe that the promotion fixed the fight at all. I will give you less than a 5% chance that Bellator and the owners and the organization knew anything about a fix. And if they were going to fix it, why would they fix it for the person who's going to retire? They're obviously going to fix it for the person who's going to stay there and make them money and get them more draws. Do you know how hard it is to to film a movie where you're trying to film, like, an action scene, let alone create a fight that's fixed? It's, like, boxing, I can understand, like, fucking, you can go down on third. You feel that? That's pride fucking with you. But, I mean, like... Seriously, fucking someone up in the face—that's why he beats his ass in Pulp Fiction. because, like, no, dude, these these people are prideful. It, it's, the money money doesn't matter sometimes. Sometimes pride overwhelms any type of fucking money because you don't want to go down in history as someone who, if you, and if it comes to fall get up,
0: caught. That's yeah, plain and fucking
1: simple. Yeah, just That's like, like
0: David and Goliath why,
1: got caught, motherfuckers. <laughs> Goddamn. <dude. laughs> the reason and why it, like
0: fixing fights is stopped being a thing decades ago is because it, people got on. Got onto it and people started looking for it and searching for it and looking for these. So now, we got, and now you got this thing where we have the fucking internet and shit. Like people are so good at finding out little secrets like this. Rewatching it doesn't the video. make any sense to try and do it. Oh, who said it was fixed? Adam? Uh, no, Adam uh, no, I was like, gonna false flag? False <laughs> Here's the thing Adam posted a video about it, but he doesn't video. believe it. Adam said, he's like, no, look, guys, he said, like, I'm not saying it was fixed, I'm just saying, the heel, this yeah. is an interesting video.
1: Oh, shit, that's the first time ever, right? <laughs> has, he, has he ever said that to you? <laughs> this is just an interesting video. I know he was like, this is real, bro. Pay attention. <laughs> we watched it 30 times and tell me you don't see what I see. <laughs> so the only argument to it being fixed that I could see is between Chael and Tito. That all viable, maybe, maybe. But communication of pay, like they worked out their own pay. Maybe, maybe uh, Tito put down a bet on himself. I'll win first round submission. And and Chael might have known about that bet or something along those lines, and then um, Tito's cutting him on his, his his winnings or something. Maybe, maybe, but there's no way Bellator went into it knowing that they're fixing the organization. The fight. Didn't Let's just break it down real fast. What would happen if they did get exposed? If something came out it and it organization. did, That's the dark. entire organization's done. Correct, Bellator it's all corrupted. Gone, it's all corrupted. It, it gets evaporated off the face of the. Fucking here's the thing:
0: earth. when like when like baseball players doing steroids, right? Take that as an example. Baseball's doing steroids. That went to fucking Congress. Yeah. That went to Congress and that's like a huge, enormous organization that has all these different groups a part of it. Bellator is much smaller. Yeah, well, it'd the, be baseball's much, an
1: American... Sp- it'd be, be much American easier sport.
0: to just nail down Bellator for exactly. fixing shit. It's so much easier than it would be... The, fu- the Like, come on. They might be like... that's. It's totally different. So, And this is actual fixing and not a couple of fucking like participants doing drugs to get better. This is somebody actually giving up and the, like, okay. So I know ha- the, well, the way it would have to work is they both got to sign their purses, right? You get 300,000, you get 50,000. Why do I get 50, and instead of instead does he get? Ex- ex- and instead of you bringing that up to me, Bellator and saying, I'm
1: not the Fuck fighter. You, no,
0: how come I only fighter. make, oh, how come only make, and he's making fucking oh, four times as much. This is fucking bullshit. I should, no way. I said, no, he, some, he said he was smart or he was in his mind was like, you want be a better idea? Instead of complaining, I'll just go to Tito myself and say, hey. I won't fight that. I'll let you have the enormous fucking 20 times as much as me purse, but then you got to give me like half it when I or, take it down. Or he's like,
1: listen, Tito, Tito, Tito uh-huh. I won't whoop your ass, but you're going to give me a little <laughs> bit of your money, all right? And that, you know and I'm that, the start, Tito. Okay, and and that would
0: make that would also imply
1: that Chael is super desperate for cash. And or, I just don't see it. I do not see it. And he's he convincing because Tito wouldn't want to do that. Why would Tito want to put that on his own name? Like, he's a big name. I know Tito. I don't know the other guy. Why would Tito want like... Why would you don't want to be known as someone who's I only won because it and was that's a the fight? A that's fucked Both up. of these fighters are so prideful. I can't see them coming to each other and making a deal. Especially Chael because Chael like Kaz like wants to continue
0: fighting. Like and like, and like you said, like he has a history of underperforming in certain fights.
1: Exactly, like, and if he has, has a history
0: of being inconsistent. Why? Like that, you shouldn't jump to fix.
1: Yeah, if yeah. Someone's unless he was winning, winning, that's winning, like, winning, well, winning. That's like or, uh, Conor McGregor okay, That's like so saying Nate Diaz was fixed now, because Conor okay. McGregor won the whole well, time. This is the argument. Chill had the advantage position when it first started out. Uh, chill had him in somewhat of like a, like a half dark choke. Um, yeah, so he had fucking dark wing. had like um, a... <laughs> it's hard to explain, but he was actually <laughs> like a. He was in an advantage position, right? <laughs> and then. All of a sudden, or what seems like all the sudden, uh, Tito reverses the position and winds up getting on top. Here's my thing though. And that's because he was fucking a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby! <laughs> okay, Reverse, factor, factor that in.
2: <laughs> I got on top. <laughs> you, need,
0: you need to factor that in. <laughs> you need to understand that. <laughs> Acknowledge that and have that in your brain. Okay, that's fair. Then think about, remember, uh, Eddie Bravo, uh, who's a br- who's brilliant with bjj and he's talking to joe rogan he talked about how he was you know rolling with a guy and he he was in position he got on top of him he was he would he had you know yeah like he was um had the advantage and then he found out the guy let him have the advantage so he could make him it was said he was setting a trap oh, remember right. that you're oh, talking about the um, batman yeah, yeah there you go he set a trap so he let he let eddie bravo think he was in proper position then he turned it on him immediately maybe tito who's a fucking veteran of how many goddamn decades could be stuck in his own ways maybe could he be stuck in own like ways that. maybe he did, he did multiple something
1: decades. There's he, a- he's an he for some reason the MMA community has this huge uh, thing with Tito for crapping on Tito's grappling don't know why maybe because he was like the first uh, t- shit talker the first guy who made up this persona he put on the flames and whatnot uh Huntington Beach bad boy and all this first persona but of the US those UFC. two things don't go together Huntington Beach <laughs> bad boy like so, wow I agree. Maybe that, maybe... Oh, you're from Orange County? That's tough. But so everyone (laughs) shit on him so much that people forgot that... Tito was an Olympic... He uh, he wasn't a medalist in the Olympics, but he was... uh, What do they have? Like a... so oh. you have your guy like... Oh, those are participation part of trophies. He lost <laughs> in the trials. No, no, no. He didn't even... He was going to go, but he wasn't on the lead team. He was on the B team or whatever. It's the participation league. Maybe, but still, he was uh, maybe not that top echelon Olympian, but that still bottom echelon class, Olympian. Still a world-class. Yeah. Thank you. A world-class you. grappler. And I think that people just forgot and they shat on him so much and he's just the brunt of Which all of the MMA. would to do when jokes. you have
0: a guy who bleaches his fucking hair
1: while it's still being that short. Yeah. And then wears
0: flame shorts. And is horrible
1: on the mic. Like, everything it says is super cringe. Yeah, because everybody I, like, hates Guy Fieri. So, of <laughs> course, they're going to hate fucking Tito <laughs> he Ortiz. He was very... Looks think, like I his think, fucking... Actually, looks like his second I cousin think and Guy shit. I Guy
0: Fieri really wanted to be Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Guy
1: Fieri's the uh, ghost manager. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> ghost hey, 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 mention the restaurants, dude. <laughs> Make him throw the fight.
2: Yeah. So uh, I lost.
1: I know, but check out Guy Fury's uh, Flame Broil restaurant that's about to open in Huntington. Uh, yeah, you know. All in all, I, I, don't, <laughs> I know it's sad, right? It's not even funny. It's, it it's not, upsetting. It was, it I'm just as upset as we are. <laughs> uh, I don't believe it was fixed at all. I believe what you saw was a guy who had three years, no training, no grappling, no nothing, versus a guy who's been doing it every fucking day. He, he never retired. He's been continuously doing it. I think you saw a little bit of ring rust, but I think the biggest factor of this entire thing was 205. Chell's a 185-er. He has been his entire career. Yes, there were a couple times where he jumped up to 205 to fight a couple fucking people, but then he went right back down to 180 fucking five. That's number one. Wrong fucking weight class. And number two, Chell fought before USADA. And Chell had come out and told everybody that he was taking TRT. He was taking testosterone. He needed testosterone to get focused, to get bigger, to be a man, to even be in the fucking sport. Without the TRT, he was less of a man. And he's admitted he had, that on his has, podcast multiple times. Levels.
0: Exactly. That's a medical condition. Uh, there was a boxer named Lamont Peterson and I suffered that. And he had to put uh, uh, like these tablets or capsules under his armpit that would release. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had to do that. One time he didn't disclose it properly and it was like this big fucking thing. Oh, wow. So yeah, there are guys who do suffer from low testosterone levels. It's something that's, it's it's like a, it's a condition. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that some guys do need supplements for it. You know, and the fact that he disclosed it though is really yeah. smart. He's like, he came I'm out. Not, and he I'm said not gonna it. fucking hear, sit here and lie. Like, I know you're gonna catch it. Like, I'm trying to be honest right now and tell you. Exactly. I'm not gonna try and hide it and like get some fucking estrogen blockers or something crazy. You know what I mean? So
1: then on top of that, you're thinking that he's the guy that's gonna like take a dive. The guy that came out said, "No, I'm gonna test hot, and this is the exact drug that I am gonna test hot for." Boom, gets popped, gets suspended for two fucking years, and that's the guy that's gonna fucking fix the fight. No, I don't fucking see it. One, not a little. Fucking bit. Uh, what you saw was Chell fought a bigger opponent, and uh, on that night, Tito was the better grappler. Um, if you really want to get down to it, and you really think it's a fix, uh, here's a simple solution for you. Um, the guy's name is Luke Thomas. Go to Luke Thomas morning and analysis. Tito Ortiz. Just type that in. And there's a 50 fucking minute video and he goes through it frame by frame and he disproves all these fucking conspiracy theories and he just goes through it coming from an MMA background. Coming from a a grappler's background. He knows these techniques and he knows what they're trying to fucking do when they're wrestling around. And he goes through it and he tells you step by step, here's what Chell's thinking. Here's what Tito's thinking. Here's why they did this. Here's why they did that. And that's not a tap on his elbow. That's, That's just not what it is it's fucking tito moving his fucking fingers it's not a tap he's not signaling anything it's absolute fucking dog shit oh, get it out of here signals that's so dumb um and if you also want to see other videos explaining like the bullshit behind everything alex jones that's <laughs> what you
0: all need to fucking watch i'm telling but, you right now like and, and, but seriously, like, a lot of people, like, I'm seriously. are quick when something unexpected happens in fight because fighting, I guess they're like, a lot of people who are used to other sports. Ronda Rousey's perfect example. Oh, oh, she's. She was she, she like, listen, like, in other sports, like, a lot of things go to a uh, script. Like, very rarely do things go super unexpected in other sports. In fighting, it's so commonplace. Yeah. and And it just happens all the fucking time, and you get these out, like, my, when, like for example, like Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas. No one took that. The one bookie who took that fight said forty-two to one, and it happened. These things happen in fighting because one little thing, the slightest mistake, can change everything. And it, there's no like, there's no thing. Nothing you can do in football can make twenty-five points. Yeah, to end the whole game. You can't do that in basketball you can't do that in golf you can't do that in any other sport oh they just scored sport.
1: 16 unanswered points in 15
0: seconds exactly <laughs> like we like were like we were watching the fucking uh like when we were watching the uh nfc championships it was like oh wow they're behind uh 12 points yeah they got five minutes left yeah it's over that could never right. happen in fighting because that's that true. last five yeah. minutes
1: is an eternity. Dude. Anything yeah. can <laughs> happen
0: seriously. Yep. In, in the MMA. That's an entire round. That's yeah. the last championship round. Look what happened to Holly Holm. Seriously, so many
1: times like point. that. That's all it takes is one second, one slight misstep, and the entire game changes. And that's why it's so exciting. That's why combat come sports is what's more exciting to people because it's like no, it's not just a, it's not as big of a game as like. You don't play sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't play fighting. It's it's uh, this not this not game. This, <laughs> this box. box, box. Serious. It's fight. Fight. fight, and it's the same thing because you don't know the last fucking moment. Maybe that you get caught off guard. Maybe you assume, oh, five minutes left, I win, and then you yep. get hit, and then you get knocked the fuck out. What happened? You lost, <laughs> little buddy. Listen, I, I and I honestly think this is God. But, you're dead. Um, sorry, cause you, cause Chell beat him in a grappling match in high school, so I thought Chell was he also I think he underestimated Tito a lot. I think he was gonna go in there and he figured he would just outgrapple him. He thought that he was gonna outgrapple him so bad that he pulled guard. Chell has not pulled guard a lot in fights before because he's not a jujitsu practitioner. He underestimated Tito yeah. in that sense. So that's my whole thing with Chell and Tito. But what you're gonna get on the weekend of the 28th because we're releasing this on the fucking uh, 23rd. No, 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 on the no. 30th. Son of a bitch! Um, UFC 208 it's on the 11th and I'm actually gonna go on and talk about that card and how it's an absolute dog shit card okay, and which, how which no you one mentioned should buy before. it yeah you mentioned before it's, it's absolutely horrible and if you go and you do buy it and it does even decent buys they're gonna wind up putting on a lot more shows like that and that's exactly what we don't want as anything, as, a, as fans you don't don't test that. The cards, yeah. like, protest you, the card protest the card exactly even as a kid well, which you should have protested 205 as well homeboy you but we're gonna here. leave that out <laughs> <is brutal. laughs> um, afterwards you should have protested it but if I happened this fucking weekend, unfortunately, is uh, Valentino Shevchenko versus Juliana Pena. And that is in the 135 division. Who's the champ right now at 135? Amanda Conor M- McGregor. Amanda Nunes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adney. Amanda Nunes, who Thank just you, fucking tore up two, <laughs> two legends. And she's also already beat Valentino Shevchenko. Now, in the Valentino fight, it went all three fucking rounds. And Valentino won the third round pretty fucking easily, because Amanda gassed out, that is an intriguing rematch, but I don't think Shevchenko beats Pena, uh, Juliana Pena is a great, great grappler, she's gonna get the fight to the ground, and we have seen Shevchenko have great ground defense, but not against this caliber of an opponent, so I think Pena winds up beating her, it's probably gonna be a decision, but I could see a submission, there's no fucking way it's a TKO, Shevchenko's that breed, that you literally have to kill him in the ring in order to get a stoppage and uh, Juliana Pena isn't really that type of fighter she has great ground and pound she has great grappling all around rather it's a strike so you think she like grinds out a decision I think she grinds a decision out of Shevchenko and I think Shevchenko is actually going to be really hard to take down in that first round so I think Shevchenko probably takes the first round and then slowly but surely, Pena winds up grinding her out, setting up Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunez, probably around June. That's probably we'll what get to happen. that another time. But the fight that I'm more excited for this weekend is definitely got to be Cowboy Donald Cerrone <laughs> versus Jorge Masvidal. The reason I'm excited about this fucking fight and I want to talk about it so much because Cowboy. No, <laughs> because Jorge Masvidal was one of those guys who was with Kembo who were doing those backyard fights. Before you had yeah. the UFC, before you had all that shit, you had those backyard brawls or whatever, right? Well, Jorge was one of those fucking guys that was on Kimbo's team. And you can go fucking back and you can watch like two or three of them, I think. we watched Kimbo right growing up, I mean, Joel showed us. I out. know, yeah. So Jorge's one of those original fucking bangers. So he's a fucking fighter. He, he, he didn't come up through the fight game uh, learning technique, going to a boxing gym. He fought because he loved fucking fighting, and then all the techniques came later, whereas Cerrone did the exact opposite. Techniques first. Techniques first, and then, so, what I think, what, we, what you're seeing is you're gonna see a technician versus a fucking fighter, and I don't know if Cerrone has the heart to outlast Masvidal. I mean, I don't know if Masvidal has the chin I to take... A fucking leg kick to the chin. So that's why I'm super fucking stoked about this fight. You have Donald Cerrone, a master technician, somebody who is lighting the 170 division on fucking fire right now. He's on a three fucking fight win streak at 170. After he lost to the champion RDA at 155, he has done nothing but win and he's putting himself in a really good fucking title shot for 170 now. Amazing story. But then you have Jorge Masvidal coming off a two fight win streaks. He's only lost decisions. He has one TKO and it was in 2008. And he literally didn't even get knocked out. The ref stopped it. He was out. He was out, and it, <laughs> it should have been stopped for sure. And he didn't even get a knockout. I mean, he was but out. I mean, he but, uh, wasn't like out, out. Yeah. He wasn't like stone cold. Like, yeah, he was dazed. He was fucked up. But he was trying. Like, I guess. But no, he was done. But he's never been no, actually rabbi. knocked out yeah, cool I've
0: seen. I've seen like uh, footage of Cerrone battered, like gaunt, because he was trying to make weight like just trying to make that's that 155 Which we talked about which is was, fucked up it's I think it, sad, was like it was one of the Diaz brothers but they just beat him down but he he lasted the distance but he's weak he's not he's not his full exactly. fighter so, that's so upsetting exactly so, so if he's dehydrated and he's gaunt and he's weakened and he could still take that beating for the distance I think he's going I don't think you should question his heart I think he'll be able to last with this uh this brawler guy this street fighter and I always pick skill over that like and like you could be like the baddest motherfucker on your in like in that kind of sense, but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to outdo pure skill. I think what Cerrone has shown is that when he's not gaunt, when he's not draining himself, his skills really are highlighted. He's able to perform the way he knows his body can.
2: Yeah.
1: and I definitely think that Donald's going to win this fight. It's like Vinny hasn't being fucking raised in weight, and it's like, no, well, listen, this, this is the weight you're comfortable at. You shouldn't be trying to lose weight on the fucking treadmill with plastic wrap. It's the same thing. It's like losing weight. We've, we've talked about this on the podcast so much. Joe Rogan talks about it. It's fucked up. It's stupid. It's, it's brutal because they, you're, you're fucking conditioning yourself to be weak. Like you're, you're doing something to try to make weight and your body and your mind, your mind in general is slower. When you're dehydrated, you're making yourself fucking weak by being a dehydrated fighter. You're slow. You're not going to be able to quick to action, quick to fucking move. Really? Gonna because that, uh, quick that quick left by Conor was pretty fucking fast and he was pretty fucking okay, dehydrated. Okay, but that's Conor McGregor. The Irish, now the now Irish are used mean, to fucking living on potatoes. No, that's no. the
0: <laughs> <laughs> difference. All right,
1: so you fucking.
0: <laughs> there are some guys that could do it better and for longer. And Conor McGregor was still super young when he was doing it. He's not doing it anymore. You know what I mean? So he's a little older get a little wor- harder to do it as you get older it's harder to make dude i right agree way. with
1: you 100 i'm also, just saying that my masvidal is, is that dark horse he is that
0: i, I know i'm just saying. i know i'm not saying it's going to be easy no. but i definitely think that because of don't Roni's, single a guy and out. here's the thing but is like you said the, sh- the brawling came first technique came later it's harder to ex- to learn shit the older you get your brain has a harder time developing like i remember uh, joe rogan was talking to uh Dr. Rhonda fucking Patrick? on his pocket. Yeah, yeah. And talking about how like at 20, your mind peaks when it comes to learning. And after that, it's kind of downhill. But your brain slowly starts to go downhill when it comes to learning. That's what you should so always mean a fucking You have someone who grew up fighting learning techniques till now. It's, it's nothing but second nature. Then someone who had to learn them later, a little bit harder to learn. You're, and you have some like and, languages. Younger age, it's
1: easier to learn. You have Old that, dogs, to my that boy. Bad,
0: just, I don't think that uh, like – yeah, yeah, I'm not saying this guy... I know this guy has a lot of heart. I know he's tough as fuck, and I know he's going to bring a fucking fight. But it's hard to bring that fight when someone is just
1: better than you skill-wise and technically can out can just outfight you that way. I agree completely. I think Donald's going to win. Jorge just has a chance. Like, if he goes in there and he pressures him and he puts it on Donald, um, we have seen Donald not do great with pressure. That's what RDA did. That's what uh, the Diaz did. And uh, he might have won the Diaz fight, that, but he got that, hurt.
0: I watched that uh, that Rafael dos Anjos fight. Yeah, the yeah.
1: Way. So, um, the, um, I mean, I love Cowboy. I'm his fucking one of his biggest fucking fans. I want Cowboy to win all fucking day. I'm just saying he's got to go in there and he's got to be a technician. He can't go in there trying to brawl or anything. He's got to be the Cowboy that we've been seeing at 170, and he probably will be. And it'll probably uh, he'll be, be the Allen Jackson fight, of UFC homeboy. You know Um, that's that's it for uh, that's time. it for fight
2: talk, yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> I <laughs> wish you were here, my boy.
1: Smooth jam is coming at you high. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, cool. <laughs> that's just straight smooth jazz right there. That's smooth jazz. All right, mm-hmm. so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here is
0: part two of our music talk series. And, of course, if you're just tuning in, what we decided to do for if you're just free- tuning in right
1: now, yeah, in the half of the episode. like <laughs> just, I'm just going to skip to two hours and, like, some people are weird. Your dick, uh, Steve. You know what he meant, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, what we're gonna do is
0: basically we're talking about our uh, albums that were incredibly nostalgic. Something that uh, brings back incredibly fond memories that were meaning to us. Like this album was seminal in a very important part of our lives. Fuck yeah, that were connected to this album, and it, it
1: just will always have meaning. And that is why I paid. Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, because that song, I mean, for all of us probably, Karen fucking Teed, it's classic. Yeah, no, that's a fucking classic for sure. I want to lead this one off just because last week I had a lot to say. This week it's not as much because it's coming from a different part of my life. A um, little bit of a preface and whatnot. So this was after the Red Brick House. We are at the Red Brick House. We are banging Marshall Mallers LP. We are getting bikes stolen and shit. We're in Sparks. <laughs> Boy, you're we're gangster, that. right? We're in Sparks thinking we're gangster. Well, then all of a sudden my pops... Sites so moved firmly. you know, with
2: Marshall R.P., yeah,
1: you know me. <laughs> so for the people who aren't familiar with this area, um, let's say that... Uh so, we have Reno, which, let's say, is Seattle, for people that just don't, just don't know. And, like, people like to pay Reno as, like, this really rundown, not a lot of people there. It's just casinos and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't like to do it as in Reno because just people's perception of Reno is so fucking jaded and misunderstood because of Definitely. Reno on one one I know for 100% because when I lived in Portland because with you, a million people always, things. anytime I would order anything that was, a like, well, tequila well, they'd be like, pfft. Reno. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck does that mean, homeboy? So let's say that <laughs> i <I'm in> Sacramento, <laughs> piece of shit. But yeah. You're talking about, or even you're talking Sacramento, about Reno, you can go you know? fuck yourself. Let's go with Sacramento. Um. This town that I was in that's outside of Sacramento, let's say, is Nevada fucking city. See, that's the problem. Okay. Wait, well, no, you don't, <laughs> no, no, no. Are, are you talking about Sparks Rio? Are you talking about Sparks and Rio? Listen. No, 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 no. I was in Fernley, so I'm just trying to give him a relation. So well, we I, say, went from this a, I went from out, a city. An outskirts, okay. Okay, outskirts. A, c- a city of about Rio 300. Rio Linda, 300. Linda, what's really in it, Rio Linda is to Sacramento. For Sacramento, listen, yeah. it's a real Linda. It's so like, about well, 300,000 from, <laughs> from a city of like
2: 350
1: to 400,000 to a city of literally like 4,000. Okay, so you're going from a metropolis to a rural area. I'm very it's, young. It's at the fucking time. two degrees of Kevin Bacon if you no. know somebody, then the somebody that you know know somebody. What, uh, Superman did. Exactly, he went from yeah. Kansas exactly.
0: to exactly. Metropolis. Thank you. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. opposite. Yeah. You're much, much better now. You're going right?
1: from Metropolis to bumfuck Egypt, like <laughs> I just said. So there you go. Solid so. point. <laughs> So, I'm in this fucking new town, don't know anybody. The one thing that I do have, of course, is fucking football because my dad, he's I was going to say Marshall. So, I'm telling everybody I'm going to kill my mom. Everyone understands. They you know, from Michigan. And so, I come with this <laughs> angry <laughs> attitude. Yeah, I'm coming with this angry attitude. I spike my hair. All You're angry, boy. We're going to put you in football. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
2: Get You're you, right, you see
1: that? You see that guy? That's your mother right there, homeboy. Hey, she's in Michigan. You tackle Michigan right now. <laughs> That's your tackling few. <laughs> that's your tackling few. You know you're tackling few. Football was a very, very big part of my bringing up and, and your, your brain I damage am today, in to in be every, honest. In every like, rural area. And your brain damage, like so I just said. Huge. That's your fucking that's where your uh, mental illness comes in. Yeah, you're such a I guy. can't remember <laughs> shit. Hey, I, I used to play football a lot. They put me back <laughs> Dude, I played football since I was seven to eighteen. That is a fucking eleven fucking years. Yeah. I might not be at that high caliber level. Level, but that is at the most developing level yeah. of your fucking brain. Plus, so. dude. Plus, your <laughs> brain is a sponge for not
0: only knowledge but for damage.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plus, all that M and M, dude. No wonder you can't. I oh, know. Like, dude, no wonder no, you fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: My vocabulary race <laughs> small. Chris, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about spaghetti. I don't know. Why. <laughs> It's, it's, those blue blue those, it's those
0: blue and yellow purple pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's right>. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude. D12. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing <laughs> it back <past> to <laughs> D12. That's, that's funny. funny. Holy, that's, what's funny is that's my album that I chose. <laughs> So this is about a year yep. or two no. later no. after no. the whole thing with You're my convincing. mom and her going to meth lab and all growing her producing and meth <laughs> lab and all this shit. And so, the I'm door. finally over that whole fucking phase of my life. Like I'm I'm pretty I'm much I'm over my mom making meth. I'm just over my mom. And I'm yeah. over being mad at my mom. I'm over listening to Eminem because I'm just mad at everything. I was fucking. It reminds me of my mom making meth in Michigan. Go, so, randomly, my aunt, because my dad happened to move with his sister sister so my aunt into this new house and it was a brand new house that no one had been in it before they had just made it it was a newly developed area that was supposed to be like up and coming and all this fucking stuff so behind us was straight just dirt Just dirt for as far as you can fucking see. Because that's how far he is. Oh, so is that the farm you work at right now? Nah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, (laughs) because we have mountains at my fucking dirt farm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mountains of dirt. (laughs) Yeah, we have mountains, (laughs) okay? This is straight, just flat. I'm I'm a fucking dirt mountaineer, motherfucker. (laughs) Um, It's funny that you say that because all these oil spills happen. You know that they have to bring it to me. Oh yeah Oil spills come to Chris Directly And I burn that same Fucking dirt So uh You can talk shit so So, you want Everything So basically we can All the oil spills Trickle up to you So are you the mastermind behind the Well they could But the problem is Is the government Gives subsidies To all these Fucking companies Because they pump So much money Into the economy That they're not required To clean it up So it just fucking Sits there And I miss out On my money You miss out on money But the government Gets their fucking Pretty dog Anyways, different topic, and now I'm sounding and like it, my grandpa. And it kills off all the Atlantic cod, <laughs> <in> the <laughs> and, and it kills off fucking Christmas happiness because they pay him Anyways. fifteen bucks to dirt farm. It's uh, fucking bullshit. And you, you can't know, go get a fuck. And every two dollars specials. No once Atlantic I run was the plant, estate. I honestly Let won't the be that butthurt. Let the Christmas special. A Shine a light on me. It's just not running the plant, not like like. You like got an album, floor. right? Anyways. So, this is the situation that I'm in. I'm I'm in this new place where I have no friends, and, um, I'm, okay, I'm starting a new school right on. But I stopped relating to the Marshall Mallers LP. I stopped relating to Eminem. Like, it just wasn't for me anymore for some yeah. reason, and I couldn't That's when you found out like you were native. You're like, I'm not that white piece nah. of shit. <laughs> so, my aunt happened to bring around a Gateway 98. I remember. Gateway 98, baby. And when well, it was the, the, the first that time mean- we had, it's a computer, bro. Oh, I thought it was a fu- a I thought computer. it was weed. Gateway 98. <laughs> I think Gateway <laughs> like ninety fire. I think <laughs> it's a fire weed. <laughs> I think it was like, nice so take you back in time, <laughs> son. <laughs> the operating system was on the computer. Not entirely sure, but uh, all I remember is Fucking Gateway 98. <laughs> so I, I go on to these chat rooms, right? And this was during the age of ASL. Right? <laughs> I remember those. went was the I, I went on the, y- the, I went to the fucking you chat room. You <laughs> Why do you always say he's been molested? Seriously. It's like 40 episodes you say, hey, you were molested. You All right. know something Why don't that you I talk- don't.
2: I've
1: been watching you, Chris. I'm your buckaroo. <laughs> Statistically, you've probably been molested. <laughs> yeah, two out of three. <laughs> so I do you get molested, too. <laughs> no, I was molested. Um, But... <laughs> <laughs> um anyways. Like, yeah. So I was looking for a fucking album, you know, like well actually I wasn't even looking. Now that I'm looking back on it, I was seeking an album, but so, it was through a chat room that I found this fucking album. Um, I can't remember exactly That's how, crazy. I can't I exactly remember when or anything. Two. All That's I can remember, it was then within this chat room that just people were talking. It was just old school, beginning of the internet, fucking chat room days. And somebody said, Has anybody heard the new Linkin Park album? <laughs>
2: oh, you did not just bring up my Ow. shit, homeboy! There, yeah. Dude, sixth grade?
1: Talent show, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll say it right now, dude.
2: <laughs> it's what like song? a
1: whirlwind inside <laughs> of my head It's like a can't stop Because I'm feeling within inside, That's
2: right.
1: money, money, Okay, yeah. you can stop <laughs> I, oh, I couldn't in sixth grade They wanted me to you know, anyway. I was so getting it I wound up asking my dad, I was like, if you were to Lincoln Park. He's like, no. And I was like, okay, well. You're a fucking faggot. He's like, (laughs) I want this I was like, will you give me the CD, Pops? And he was like, okay, what CD? I was like, "Lincoln Park. And he was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And I was like, it's called hybrid theory. And he's like, okay. And then one day he fucking comes back with the CD. And he's like, unlike your Eminem album, this one doesn't have parental explicitory on it. So I got it for you. <laughs> oh, that's not I, I for cool. some remember, rem- I remember he he that, part. that to you. I remember him giving me the CD and it was like, the hey, only, reason I'm, fucking the album. only <laughs> reason I'm giving this to you is because it's not Eminem. <laughs> don't worry, the guy at came Kmart hooked me up. So I don't yeah. need to worry about you. And then I remember at the time I had a Walkman. And I just put it in my Walkman yeah. Bang Banged it out right there Fucking listened to it Through and through All the way through Stoked Loved it This fucking album Was now on repeat For the next fucking year Crawling in my skin That's gonna be the first song the I bring up Was Crawling You know I don't radio. even have to bring up songs Because the entire fucking album Is fucking fire oh, <laughs> oh, It's still so fire Homeboy Every three months I listen to that fucking Hyper theory Mother I'm, and, it, I'm not gonna lie I it, was a Linkin Park Fucking It does not hold up At all <laughs> listen to it and it's kind of cringy, but the nostalgia and everything that, that comes with it, I it, it's bearable to me now, I'm not sitting there singing at the top of my lungs anymore, one song that isn't even from the album, but it's like a Liam Park song that I will fucking sing, is that one that was on like the NBA songs, and it was, M Shinoda on the Glove, and he was trying to be a rapper or whatever, I've never seen that. It was no. ridiculous. Um, Stevie's
0: just shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, an no, NBA I'm, I'm with you with Liggett
1: Park. Whatever, I'm right there with uh, you. Just I like you. Yeah, I used.
0: remember uh, uh, Stevie like showed me something with Park Dude, songs. Dude, Crying, I, I love, love
1: that. In the end. Like, oh, uh, yeah. What's so that
0: good. One? There's that one song that's like, like I don't want to be like you. I can't, I can't remember. I don't remember the lyrics at all. But I remember it was something about, I don't want to be just like you or something.
1: Fuck. I was trying. I meant he to listen to the air I meant to listen to the album today to go through it to make sure like I had my nostalgia down and everything. I just never fucking got around to it, so I couldn't. Like if I would have been able to do my. Lincoln own Park hasn't gotten around to listening to their first <laughs> album, so you're fine. <laughs> but it, it really is an amazing album, and to be honest, to be completely honest if you didn't catch Linkin Park when Linkin Park was a thing... If you didn't catch Linkin Park when Linkin Park was Linkin Park... Like how we were like, um, giving, like, oh, you gotta go check out like our last week's album. You gotta go check them out. Those still hold up. I do not think that this album will hold up. I don't think that you'd be able to go back listen to it right now and be like, man, this album's really hitting me but right now. But at the time, but it dude, might, you know holy it shit. might. shit. At if, the time, Linkin Park was the fucking... Dude, they were the epitome. I'm about like, to they break. Like, <laughs> <any> they <laughs> Dude. Like, any album, like, too! Break. Dude, I was like, holy! Sh- these guys are hardest. So as you fuck had the guy bro. that was like your singer, and then you had the guy that was like your rapper, the rapper yeah, yeah. the screamer. <laughs> you had the screamer, had the screamer, because like he, he was, was the, the hype man. Screamer the screamer artist. was the hype man. It's the real yeah. reason I dyed my hair, bleached it, not because of Eminem. And that was just such a huge album. That entire first year that I was oh, at it was that numb. fucking school, oh, numb. No, numb's good. Yeah, yeah I sense. mean that was a little bit later, you pansy. But uh, no, numb's on that album, isn't it? No, but I remember relating to that song. Oh, you're right. It's not on Hybrid Theory. Yeah, you know who did numb? Better? Pink Floyd, boom. <laughs> so, so they really have a song called. No. Um, but yeah, that's my album. I don't have a lot to say about it because, like I said, I ju- I just tried to listen to like the the classics and I could barely even stomach them. Sometimes I don't I don't know. I just for me personally, it it does not hold it's up. It's just as strong. the album. But, but it, it was some songs. Let's huge. hear some. Huge. Uh, you gotta name a. couple. You gotta name a. At least so one add, or two. Some at least miracles. at least one or two <laughs> because crawling <laughs> and in the end, it's crawling.
2: Up again, my
3: walls are closing in. not a sense of confidence, I'm convinced that it's just too
2: much pressure to take. I felt this way before, so insecure,
1: And, then, and in the end, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. I'm, I'm gonna, no, I'm just I gonna play had you. i too far off to, to lose it all.
0: But in
2: the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got okay. it. That was that. You said I don't know why. <laughs> That's even better. I'm going to Keep
1: that yeah. out of mind. I'm playing the new time. Oh, uh, I know. Okay. You you. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. down at the end of the day. Like, click. That's why it's so. Okay. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. The fans didn't. The fans know it because I'm sure if you're listening to us,
2: you have heard this album. The fans
1: needed Stevie to do that. If you're just tuning in,
2: Stevie's a dick. <laughs> it starts with life. one thing.
3: I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I'm designed to right try to explain in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. It didn't look out below.
1: So if you have heard of Linkin Park, you know the fucking album, you know the nostalgia because I bet you when Stevie just played those songs in my my face in the edit, no no in the edit, not All how good. he just did it. Steve, that you even gone, I just want to play you and me singing it. That you you as the listener got like, a little bit of like nostalgia. Start the clip and then cut back right to you. It. <laughs> just blend them. Have Chris and the guy and me and the guy singing at Jeez. the same time. Oh, that would be money. That would be a <laughs> whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah, well. the would be. world deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> In the end was definitely my favorite song. Crawling was an amazing Crawling was song. One of my favorite songs. One ever. step closer was also a great
2: one step was closer to the, the edge. Damn, we are
1: definitely turning people up. Damn Lincoln Park sucks. This suck fucking music terrible. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, my album has to be Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory. Check it out if you've never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not gonna check it out. It don't matter to me. It shows, shows no, Adney so you're gonna go crazy. last because you're more uh you're more emotional with it. What? Um <laughs> uh, my album's gonna be Lincoln Park. Um <laughs> <laughs> <see>
2: uh, Europe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the three different songs Chris didn't mention. <laughs> On the same album. Uh Wait, are we not gonna guess anymore? Like, no. I mean, it's it's dumb because nostalgia. We, we wouldn't do it with the music because it's kind of weird, right? No, I, yeah. I don't think it's would a know. little bit harder. It wouldn't because we have the same movies. Be, like, because you don't, you don't even have it narrowed like, down a do decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah.
2: true. <laughs>
1: yes. Wait, <laughs> 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 like, give me a timeline. Okay, nineteen forty to two thousand sixteen. Go ahead, go.
2: <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: but seriously what's your thing <laughs> um, what, what what time what, how old were you give us that oh dude this is gonna be from I'm gonna say from fucking like 12 to maybe 14 this is my skateboarding days before I was emo this is pre-emo days AFI damn pre-emo days AFI offspring yes it is offspring oh, nice. which album Conspiracy of One nope. Americana nope damn No, the first one <sighs> not the first one Ignition yep <laughs> that's
2: fucking right <laughs>
1: Uh, Ignition was my. was. I remember at, that being uh, his favorite. Uh, Ignition is Adney's Smash. Adney's the one that fucking. He, he bought Smash. I didn't even really. I knew a couple songs about Smash, clearly. But uh, Adney would always play it in his car. And then um, I remember you were. In your car play, at no, no, 12? No, no, no yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah.
0: uh, you're a Mexican, uh, you stole I, it. I, No, no, no. Yeah, I do not know. Because <laughs> we told you that Josh Black taught us how to steal
1: a car,
2: Oh, right. And it was white.
1: Yeah. So. There you go. How about that? Destroying so stereotype. He's a piece of shit for teaching the brown allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Sometimes I take cars from my mom. Why you meet me outside? How about that? Oh, seriously. Do that, joke. You said how about that? So I quoted. You, you did a voice. I yeah, I did. You made it a, re- <laughs> you made it a reference. <laughs> I did. Um. So the reason I pick ignition is it reminds me of my skateboarding days. Hands down. Uh, I loved Offspring. I I, I the first album of Offspring that was introduced to me was. It's on the Ombre. And now I'm like, Such I fucking love too. this album so much. Um, Leave It Behind is my favorite song of all of Osprey. Leave It Behind I don't know it the is... I can't even tell you. I to this day, right now, like once you mentioned Offspring the last time, ask Dak. She's like, "Yeah." Came rushing back. She's all you haven't been listening to podcasts at all because, like, when I'm in the shower, I'm just listening to Offspring. I seriously have I have IXNE, Smash, Americana, and Conspiracy of One. All those albums on a playlist that nice. I created on Spotify, and I legitimately keep listening to them over and over again on random. Um. So I'll just get all these old songs that I haven't heard, and I'm like, dude, this is
2: dude. The that's what most- I do with
1: Chance and Childish Gambino. There's just fucking 400 songs in there because yeah. it's all their albums, but it's all their features as well. How come most of these bands didn't do features? Like uh-huh. rappers and stuff do features, but like bands, none, not a lot. Of not features. really. No. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, uh, continue. I, um, I loved all the Offspring albums, and then Ignition wasn't a part of the Offspring albums. It was just like. All right, I know about these other albums. Gabe showed me the other albums. Adney's listening to Smash. And then I actually went and started researching this is before the time of the internet. You're researching. Okay? Going back and researching, you're looking things up on your phone. It wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So, discovering their first album, just Offspring, you literally had to go to Target and find the fucking album. Exactly. Like shit was hard before the internet. I don't think people really fucking understand how hard it I mean, hard, the, like, well, this is this was I mean, this was even after like the internet was a thing, because it was. But being on the internet wasn't a thing, you know. Yeah, what I mean, like it wasn't. Being on the internet was chat rooms. Like that was all that was going on at first. Was or fucking searching chat rooms. it wasn't a thing. You asked friends. That's the internet killed the bar. Uh, the bar bet. It's like, oh, dude, bet. I, I bet you this happened. It's like, well, let's look it up on our phone. Boom! That killed the bar bet. Now with offspring. Even though Gabe had shown me in this certain, you know, 2000, between 2000, 2004 or whatever, showed me Osprey, Abney and I fell in love with them. I didn't discover Ix, uh, Ignition until the last, it was like the last album I actually discovered of them. And it's their second album. And I actually went to the store and I fucking found it at Tower Records. I was uh, like, cool. Because I would go there and I would search for different bands. I love Metallica and everything. Records, so I found Ignition. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I didn't find yeah, the original I And mean, You had an actual store Tower Records? That's, I could only hear about it from Eminem's song. I oh, dude. I actually got to Adney <laughs> actually lived near Tower Records for fucking ever. Like, There's, we a, had... there's a Tower Records in Sacramento? Dude, Tower was not the Tower? No, Tower Records didn't close it down like, until... It was right next to, like, a Tower Books, too. Yeah. Huh. Tower Records didn't close down so we were, like, what, 19, 18? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean most of the record companies... Closed nah, was,
0: I, anyway. I was, was we were in high school still. Yeah, because I remember but, yeah. being
1: I remember being 16, my 16th birthday going to Green Day, and I went to Tower Records when we found that money, Josh. Yeah,
2: yeah on the yeah. ground. <laughs> that was my 16th no. allegedly.
1: Yeah. My 16th birthday. So I mean, Tower Records was there, and I would go there and I would search for fucking bands that I loved, which you could do now. My Tower Records was Target and uh, Target. <laughs> yeah, Target is still the Tower Records because they have albums. Still. Seriously, they're like one of the last people that still have CDs. But when you go to Tower Records, or if you go to like New York or Boston, they're like no, we got. Uh, Album, you know, we got album stores. Album Which stores. is so fucking stupid, but uh, going <laughs> oh, going through Offspring, I'm like, holy shit, this fucking album, it has fucking flame on it. You know, it's like, it's all brown album with like fire on it and it says Offspring Ignition. I'm like, sweet. I'm fucking, I'm digging this. So <laughs> like I a bought the fucking... It wasn't Tito Ortiz Flames. It was like an actual photo of actual fire. Yeah.
0: No, no, I know the
1: photo. I'm making
0: it clear for the fans because this is not some fucking...
1: You know, leather wallet with the floor. If anything, Tito Ortiz got his idea. From the office. Oh, that this was just a- cartoon. Thing. <laughs> yeah, because no, he couldn't he already said he got it. Because his Nasdaq, he didn't want to have offspring coming down no, on him. No, dude, Tito got it from his uncle Guy Fury. We've talked <laughs> about this. I like, did talk God about damn. this. Damn, you already know. Like, this. like a minute ago, you're he always right. gonna fucking hear the backwards, I backwards that his glasses uncle and was shit. Guy Fury's yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. I mean, it sucks. You can't pick your uncles, but what can you do? Say so, having Guy Fury as your uncle is like having super related uncles. Like in split. That's what I was gonna say. Having Guy Fury as your uncle is basically like. Having an uncle who molests you. That's like what it's like. You know what I mean? But it's the same ba- he-, he molests you with bad like- style. Alright, power through. Uh, but I i got this album, I'm like, I fucking love it, man. It's The entire album is all like Adney said last time we talked their first album and their second album which it's it's just Offspring and Ignition are way more punk oh yeah dude. and then Smash it's got that
0: gritty fucking dirty feel to it it sounds like they're just in a fucking garage not giving with, a fuck
1: just screaming into the mic stick everything. it to the man yeah
0: <laughs> I watched School of Rock the other night dude <laughs> that's so good I fucking
1: s- love that movie <laughs> that's a solid movie <laughs> it
2: holds up so well <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so fucking good. Your head, your mind, and your brain. Jack Dude. Black could literally star in every single movie, and i believe it. Every single one. Could be action, He plays could the be same drum. guy in
0: every movie, but it's great. I don't <laughs>
1: care. I love it. Anyways, plot yeah. to We're changing the world with a rock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what Offspring was trying to do. Punk. He's a great
1: fucking musician, too. Stealing, Stealing school closet. buses and shit. So, oh, yeah. Um... Tenacious D is a great man. If you no, have a And of a great D, movie. First up, yeah. one of the best musical movies ever. That's the best musical. You want to talk the best musical, yeah. right? Every year. Tenacious D. Hands down. Hands down. We Joel will even Joel will tell you. You ask Joel, what's your favorite musical? Tenacious D. <laughs> From instantly. Joel went <laughs> to jail really and I a sent musical. him it is uh-huh. what is, it is it's because the a musical. are
0: saying their feelings and their emotions and their thoughts yeah, it is just so like South Park the movie musical, and it's also one of the best biopics yeah South Park
1: the movie is a musical I'll, I'll agree with that biopic. Team America's a musical <laughs> it's not a biopic <laughs> biopic that was supposed to be a joke whatever no 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 that's the one that's why I wanted to agree with and you, we uh, talked about <laughs> earlier we talked about <laughs> Paul Up Tompkins really he's on the, the double, movie <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is on the movie and he was on the show there was an he had an HBO show was that what it was or Star, uh, Showtime HBO HBO show boom uh, but discovering Ignition, I'm like, I fucking, I, I'm stoked. So I listened, I'm like, dude, I, I really legitimately love this album. And then going back, and when Adney mentioned Offspring, and we were freaking out, like, dude, this song, that song. And we played like 25 of them on like the episode where we talked Offspring. <laughs> uh, I went back, and like I said, I, I re listening to albums, and this album specifically, I'm like, fuck, I miss this album. I miss these fucking songs. So... There's specific songs on the album that I really fucking love, and I and I do have three that I really want to fucking talk about. So the first song, it's my favorite song on the album. Even looking back now, re-listening to it, the album means more to me than it did back then. It was like skateboarding. Yeah, I feel like I feel fucking good. This song goes perfect with skating. It pumps me up. Now going back, I'm like, whoa, these songs mean way more than they did. The first song is Hypodermic. Dermic is basically him talking about heroin in the song and you would think as a punk kid because most punk kids are into fucking drugs and into shooting up because I know know a fucking lot of punk kids he's kind of saying like well fuck that like you're nobody being addicted to it you're nobody with the syringe inside your arm And The lyrics are, uh, when you're feeling low, hyperdermic's where you go. When you're with yourself, you wish you could be someone else. Can't you see like you saw anymore? Can't you feel like you felt like before? Can't you face anyone anymore or anything anymore? When life's a waste, run away. When your life's a waste, run away. And It's all about using drugs to escape your life, but he's making fun of it like you're weak. You're using drugs to escape reality. And it's like, yeah, when you're feeling low. And that's you- not
0: punking up, man. <laughs> you want to be a real punk it up. You want to really stick it to the man? You don't do it by being high in the corner of his business. No, you smash the businesses down with rock.
1: Yeah, because the businesses buy the fucking poppies farms and, <laughs> and then poppies <laughs> stretch, Trush, I'm <laughs> stretch, whatever whatever
0: bro so you can't stick it to the man if you're high and passed out you have to be up awake and
1: rocking <laughs> fucking rock hard <laughs> uh, so that's why I connected with this song after going back and listening with to with your it. high
2: school janitor
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's punk as fuck yeah Noodle <laughs> <laughs> Noodle that's a real thing yeah. look, at look at it so, look at it Look Look Go back to the thing, dude. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, hypodermic is... That song is very important to me now because looking back, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, that's that's right. You don't need fucking... You, you don't need drugs, kids, to be cool. You, <laughs> you know? That's what... That's kind of what the
0: good. message you need, is. No, like, you don't need drugs to rock. That's the... Yeah.
1: <laughs> that
0: is because rockers always like a jack track what? message <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I
2: said I watched School
0: of
1: Rock <laughs> <laughs> okay. kind of it's kind of fucking me up right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's all I can think about and um, I just really love that song. <laughs> There's a
0: point where he goes out to get Freddy from the van because he's hanging out with those rocks. He's like, what is the matter you? are an example to that kid. He looks up to you, man. You're supposed to set an example. Stop it. And he's like, you better you'll make me come back here. What <laughs> <laughs> Points at a guy's face and he shakes. He's like, points at a guy's and he points the finger at But he's at a shaking. So fucking hard and he gets closer and closer. He's <laughs>
1: If you haven't seen School of Rock, go kill yourself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, seriously,
1: that's a fucking great movie. Um, The second song is called "Forever and a Day." I love this song to death because the song kind of questions everything. It's like people telling you, since you're you've been a kid all growing up, people are telling you, "This is what I know. I'm the adult. You're gonna follow my same." My beliefs shit. are
0: law, and you're not yeah. allowed to question. Okay?
1: Exactly, and so that's what the song is it's like. Uh, look at me while I look at you, sing eye to eye. Um, We can never do. You try to tell me what is right. I may not know a lot, but I know one thing that if you got the answer, then I don't want to know. If you got the answer, then just keep it your own. It's like, fuck everything you say, I'm going to learn on my own. It reminds me of George Collins. It's like, well, don't just teach your kids how to read, teach them to question everything they read. Um, The next song I really fucking love, it's actually my favorite song on the whole album, and it's called No Hero. I'm if it's talking to himself it's kind of weird because i don't know if it's a fictional story or if it's if it really happened in his life but it's about a suicide and it's about a f- he in the song he makes it seem like it's his friend that killed himself and he he's like dealing with the fact that people around him friends around him are like dude you couldn't fucking help your best friend and it's like he's like what do you want me to do there's oh, nothing dude, i could I can't do listen to that song and he's like, like He basically says I'm no hero. I'm not a hero. I couldn't help. I couldn't help I tried and the lyrics go um, once you said you'd stick around until the end I guess you lied they call it suicide and now you're gone What was so wrong that you couldn't find a way to carry on second guess did I do my best? There was a friend. I had Johnny was a weirdo. So what did you expect? I ain't no fucking hero I'm just trying to survive myself And the song is so fucking strong and it's it's honestly my favorite song on the album like he's pissed off at his friend. He's almost talking to his friend, like, "Dude, you fucking promised me that you and would you left. Me. You would be. You left me alone. You abandoned me. You abandoned me on like my we own. Were, life.
0: We were. like relying on each other here. Yeah.
1: We were alone together here. And at the same time, you left me here. But now people are blaming me for you being gone. So you fucked me two different ways." You know, so that's like what he's dealing, and with and it's anger out of like out of love. love. Yeah, it's yeah, anger yeah. and love at the same like, time. I miss
0: you. Like I want, I needed you around, man, and you're not. I need you around.
1: Anymore. Now I don't. I need you around. I'm at my low point now. You're gone, and I'm getting blamed for you being gone. And I'm, uh, song, I'm struggling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not sucks as in, like, it's bad. It's just it's depressing. It's sad. It's very depressing. And it's my favorite song on the album. I, I just, it's I just, really it love... It so hard. I think, like, even... Well, it's an emotion. Like, it's, I'm not even in the same um area and phase as you guys. And it's hitting me just as hard yeah. for my nostalgia as it is for you guys within the same, like, space and whatnot. Well, the whole album... The whole... It's called Ignition, okay? The whole album's about... Uh, anarchy And like fuck the system Fuck everything And it's the only song That it seems that Dexter Puts his own emotion into It's his own story He puts into It's like he says fuck it Not like fuck everything Fuck everything Everything burn it all Burn it all down Cause that is a lot of the Fucking music on there Like seriously Almost 90 Or it is most of the songs Or so fuck everything Everything besides the song Yeah but this <laughs> one song He puts in there like he, he It's the only time he Shows himself as being weak In the entire album he shows that he's weak. Other he times like, I don't want you. Vulnerability. And he's confronted with his own demons in this sort of thing. Like he's he's like, fuck, dude, I, I couldn't save you. I, I'm weak. I couldn't save you. I couldn't do anything. And he's stuck with the idea of, was there something more than I could have done and at the same time, he's blamed. He's being blamed by people saying that you could have done more. So he's he's almost looping in his own head. And that's why I really love the song because it's it's the only time in the album he's he's confronted with his own demons. No, it just fucked me up. You got me on. <laughs> you got me on a tip right now. I'm like, Josh, you got listen to this song because it's going to be relatable for him and me and this guy named Marcus who happened to die um just drinking himself to death when like there's this whole story that i'll go over later and it's a like very touching it's a great story but um it's just it's really resonating with me right now but anyways um so that's my uh my album uh, ignition three songs are a (laughs) super good album uh, yeah so wait no, hold Lincoln on Park. unlike my album whereas I don't think it has that replay factor like Adney said shit album uh, that's fine dude <laughs> um, does this one have that really like oh. as for someone who hasn't listened to the album at all would I be able to go through a one through and is it gonna catch me or do you think it's gonna be something like a Linkin Park album where it might not no, catch me no no not like Linkin Park this Al- Offspring actually holds so up very the fucking old, well. the only way you don't like it is if you hate punk is that an accurate yeah. depiction then of the hybrid theory is, yeah, yeah, it, just, yeah yeah it doesn't hold dude, up it, very it, well Theory was great for its time. Okay, it's fine, it it's it's lives fine. and dies what in its own offspring. That's what things. I'm saying. But offspring will survive. All, it survive, dude. That song like <laughs> survived because I've heard the song before, and I just went real fast, put my headphones in, and I just listened to the first little snippet just so I could see like the melody, the core, like how it, how the pacing. Offspring, of everything. offspring is, is in, in in pop culture. Offspring is like very yeah. alive in pop culture. Yeah. Like a lot of old it's movies, in a lot everything. Of movies. But this album specifically is not. This album was nowhere. Too near punk. what? Yeah, it was too Tupac. It wasn't where Conspiracy of One or Americana became because they did become huge. Yeah, fucking Pretty Fly for a White Guy is not close to what. It no, be at 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 exactly. It That's what it, yeah <laughs> So this one has definitely replay value. That was I mean, when for they me, went pop bro. for me specifically. <laughs> and fucking, I
0: want you back. Yeah, I
1: mean, I went back. I love I want you bad still. Um, but I went back and. This is replay value for me because I went back and I discovered new meanings to the songs that I used to love because now, as an adult, I've gained years of experience. Now I got that with the Marshall And albums. I'm going back, That's I'm like, holy sure. shit, yeah. I relate way more. My mind is way more embedded into these songs now than ever before. And so, yeah, the replay value of Offspring before Splinter is great.
3: All right.
0: So, uh, All right. Uh, the album I'm picking is actually... Uh, something I heard on repeat from like age two to nine. What two to nine? Uh, it was just constantly,
1: constantly on. Never got old. Does it have boring? has got a baby. barely got a name. Damn shame. No name. It's not a problem. Is that the Brandon's family? Go ahead, Addy. Sorry, I was doing right. Different. I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. It's a. Um, it's Because that's how I know. Because that's my shit. It's actually taught me. It's actually
0: a Tupac Greatest Hits album that I remember. My mom. Uh, but like she had like several different like Tupac like CDs and like, I could never, and your mom to me, Tupac. like to me it was, I could never, I never knew which album she was playing. She would just put a disc. I wasn't like allowed to have CDs until I was like much older. So, <laughs> that's, that's pretty
1: fucking crazy. So like, it's I had a sneaky the gorillas. Album. So like the
0: first, like the first time I actually got like a grip on like an actual, like finally had my hands on a Tupac album was the greatest hits one. And it was all these songs that I heard in such heavy rotation. My entire life growing up, like there's not a time I can remember far back enough where I didn't know what this music was. It's like Batman and Star Wars for me. It's always been there. Yeah. And it's something that I um, just – I've always loved and always liked and I could still listen to it now and it just – it still isn't old to me and it still resonates even though some of the things – some of the lines in the lyrics are kind (laughs) of – like paging me is, is a line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit like that's a little fucking nineties. And then uh, but uh, overall like the songs are fucking great. Yeah, and, Dear um, Mama. That's I remember you seeing that all the time, man. I'm picking the greatest hits one because like I just it's the because it's a, it's a two-disc set and like it's the easiest to grab onto and, and like there's just so much fucking fun in it and awesomeness. Uh, the first song that I'm gonna highlight is uh, Keep Your Head Up <laughs> so Say the black the better,
3: the sweet of the bed, the the juice. I say for talk of the flesh and the deep of the roots I give a holler to my sister's on welfare Two pockets kids, if don't nobody else care And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive but don't forget, girl, keep your head And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe I'm and if you can't learn to love you, you should leave Cause sister, you don't need And I ain't trying to catch up, I just call how I see You know what makes me unhappy? that My brothers make me And leave a young mother to be a pastor. And since we all came from a woman Got our name from a woman and I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women Why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women Time to heal our women real to our winners, and if we don't we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies, and since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one, so will the real men get up, I know you're fed up ladies,
2: but keep it. It's an Addy song. It's, it's a, that's an Addy song. It's a song. super
0: well-known <laughs> – it has one of the most uh, like often quoted Tupac lines, which is um, they got money for wars but can't feed the poor. Uh, that line is in there. It's like, there's so many great – it's very optimistic and like it's all – like you said, keep your head up. And mm-hmm. a lot of the song is mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. specifically to women trying to uplift them and be like, don't look down, like, stop. I know, like, this motherfucker doesn't appreciate that kind of thing. What and a it's... great album. Dude, Dude, Tupac was all about his mom
1: being like, the, he, she was the queen to him, so he always was, made it and a point. She was,
0: and, like, that's the thing he sings about a lot is Too that hard. his mom... In this song, yeah, I pulled it from the fucking bathroom. I even in it. this song, like he talks about uh, his wife, even I recognize his wife, but his mom being a, a drug addict, and he like I blame my mother for turning my, my brother into a crack baby. Yeah. I remember like one of the one of the great fu- fu- fucking lines of the um one of the lyrics and thing is like I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me. He had me feeling like black was the thing to be. Suddenly the ghetto didn't seem so rough. Although we had it tough, we always had enough. And he's talking about his mom, like always providing for him, and like even though th- and it was something that really related to. Uh, like dealing with racism young age and like hearing that kind of thing but like s- certain music and certain like pop culture that kind of thing made me feel proud to be the color that I am and then even though living in really shitty well, neighborhoods shitty places dealing with horrible shit it was still like my, my mom even though she has my mom has her problems and she had her problems and they were worse in the back in the day uh, she still provided enough for me and my sister, and like relating to this song so well. The, every year that goes by, when I go back and listen to "Keep Your Head Up," it hits you th- more and more. Yeah, I think more and more about my mom specifically. The way he talks about when he talks about single mothers, the way he talks about being like women being like beaten down
1: and talked down to, and they like just keep your head up. And, Dude, like, I got a little bit of a chill from this just because. Now it makes sense why me and you have been so relatable within hip hop because your mom literally had hip hop going in your <laughs> background from two to nine. I didn't know that before. You just fucking told me that. Yeah. Had you not yeah. said that on this fucking podcast, which is another reason why I love this podcast because I get to learn more about we you. We just guys. learned something about you. You just told us that. And, and
0: yeah, and you, like uh, one of the I, like the whole thing about the poor thing, and he goes on it like it's, it's funny when it rains, it pours, and when they got money for wars but can't feed the poor. Um. It ain't no hope for the future. And then why wonder why we crazy? I blame my mother for turning my brother into a crack baby. We ain't meant to survive because it's a setup. And even though you're fed up, you got to keep your head up. And that's him transitioning to talking to everyone. Everyone who's had a rough life. Even though like everything seems like it's hopeless. And that's true. Like the system is against us. Anyone who's poor. Doesn't matter your race. Doesn't matter at all. It matter if, you're, if, you're in, if you grow up poor, you have it a lot harder than a lot of people. Yeah. But you have to keep trying next song it's uh <laughs> very fucking different it's uh probably one of the greatest diss tracks of all time hit him up
3: first don't fuck your bitch and the click you claim west side when we ride come equipped with game you claim to be a player but i fucked your wife we bust on bad boys niggas fuck Plus, Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gonna keep on bustin' at the boobs, you know the rules Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I'll leave you Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces, now be deceased Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real G's Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets, so fuck peace I let the niggas know it's on for life, don't let the West Side See to call the cops when you see Tupac. Oh, I'm <laughs> so glad
1: you brought up this track, I didn't think you were going to bring up this track because I know how you are with music and you're like about the meaning of the whole entire song and even though you enjoy bars, you're like meaning over bars and I didn't think you were going to bring it up and I was going to bring it up I, it up I <laughs> that you brought up.
0: So go ahead. This is okay, so
1: there's Alright, Hydro Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hit him up is an
0: awesome- I know what it opens is. Up, he, opens up, like, he opens up a lot of songs with just like talking and talking shit. But when the actually, As, as I'm like, going home
1: tonight, this is the first song. And that goes
0: on <laughs> that goes, like he, talks, he talks shit for like a few for a few seconds, but then he goes into the action this is the actual lyrics and he's start this is this is the lyrics of the song. First off, fuck your bitch and the clique you claim. West Side, we ride coming to with game. I, you came to be a player, but I fucked your wife. Bust, Bust bad, bad boys, nigga, fuck, fuck for life. <laughs> like,
2: dude, it's, he just it's fucking so good.
1: fucking good, dude. I love that fucking song. He he, fucking fucks uh, out. It's a fuck you to Biggie, motherfucking. <laughs> th- fuck New York. Yeah, and he Antonio, talks about Brooklyn. He talks about, I was
0: only talking to Biggie, but then y'all wanted to get involved. And then he just goes off on it everyone and he just fucking r- rips everyone which apart which was bad boy you had this whole feud between he's like, bad got, boy and he's like you and guys even on my fucking level I'm gonna have these motherfuckers take care of you cause you ain't, you're not you ain't even me. that tight
1: you <laughs> ain't even too tight uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna have an entire diss track but I'm only gonna hit one verse he has his boys come uh-huh. in and they do it pretty they do some shit and it's pretty good <laughs> not as
0: good as Tupac's verses <laughs> but like and then Tupac gets back on and he starts ripping them apart some more and it's so fucking and this the, the clip I want you to play is he goes on a rant at the end the song's over by the way, oh the no! I know what you're talking about. The song oh, is cool. over, okay. but he, Watscott, bad boy killers. <laughs> <laughs> like this, the lyrics are so fucking long. But like he goes,
2: oh, what is it? And then he uh, he goes like
0: he goes off on this long. He's just like, just
1: start it for me, and I bet you I can finish it.
0: He goes, now you tell me who won. I see them, they run. Oh, right. They don't want to see us take money. Like there's background music, and he goes, whole junior mafia clique dressing up trying to be us. How the fuck they gonna be the mob when we the motherfucking mom? We millionaires killing fair. But somebody got it. Oh, yeah, Mob Deep, you wanna fuck with us? You little ass motherfuckers don't want one of these niggas coming sickle sick. Se- don't you want one of them motherfuckers got sickle cell or something? <laughs>
1: like, so he's just talking better. shit. That's what you're doing. He's just, he just talking shit.
0: You, you fuck the- around and catch a seizure or a heart attack. You better be fucking with me. <laughs> and He just goes off at it and, and like there's the line where he says, and like, he goes off, oh, you motherfuckers. Fuck you too. Chino Axel. Fuck, fuck you, you too. too. Oh, you motherfuckers. Fuck you too. So all you motherfuckers, fuck you. Die slow, my Full, Make sure all your kids don't grow. He, he <laughs> it's their so kid. hard, dude. They threaten their children by, with murder, <laughs> and it goes on. For several more paragraphs.
3: me, who won? I see them, they run. <laughs> they don't wanna see us. Whole Junior Mafia click, dressing up, trying to be us. How the fuck they gonna be the mob when we always on our job? We millionaires, killing ain't fair, but somebody gotta do it. Oh yeah, Mob D. <laughs> you wanna fuck with us, you little young ass motherfuckers? Don't want you niggas got sickle cell or something. You fuck with me, nigga? You fuck around, have a seizure or heart attack? You better back the fuck up when you get smacked the fuck up. It's how we do it on our side. Any of you niggas from New York that wanna bring? Bring it, but we ain't singing. We bringing drama. Fuck you and your motherfucking mama. We gonna kill all you motherfuckers. Now when I came out, I told you it was just about Biggie. Then anybody had to open their mouth for the motherfucker opinion Well, this how we gonna do this? Fuck Mob Deep. Fuck Biggie. Fuck Bad Boy as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. And if you wanna be down with Bad Boy, then fuck you too. Chino XL, fuck you too. All you motherfuckers, fuck you too. Hey, Mom. Y'all motherfuckers, fuck you, die slow, motherfucker My faux faux, make sure all y'all kids don't grow You motherfuckers can't be us or see us We motherfucking thug like riders west side till we die Out here in California, nigga, we warn you We'll bomb on you motherfuckers, we do our job You think you mob, nigga, we the motherfucking mob Ain't nothing but killers in the real niggas All you motherfuckers fillers. us Our shits go triple and four quadruple Uh, I remember like listening, like listening to this
0: to the song with Joel, like not that long ago. He's like dude, he just fucking goes off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And like,
2: just, mm.
0: so, and I I, I will remind you that. This guy also wrote "Keep Your Head Up." Yeah, <laughs> same guy. Oh yeah, well both are n- <laughs> both are nostalgic.
2: You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> like it's just it's "Keep Your Head Up"
0: and I'll kill your children, dude. It's my favorite diss track because he's it's my
1: favorite of all time to this day. My, Still my, no Vaseline no is my favorite diss track, but that's fine. But and dude, then yeah. uh, Biggie came back with. Uh, who shot you? Yeah, was, well he didn't. It did make come it's back. It's not horrible. Well, didn't make go first on who shot you, or did he come back? And he might have went first. You know what? You might be right. I can't remember exactly who went first. All I know. I is remember Tupac one making? Tupac has a lyric about. Tupac won. Tupac has a lyric about.
0: you shot me five times. It didn't kill me. I took it and smiled. There like, you go. That's a lyric of one of his other songs. And like. This, I love this song because it's so fucking hard and you could feel the emotion. It's yeah. visceral. He's angry. He fucking hates you. And he's putting everything he has into this shit. And that's why he goes up on these long ass rants, like longer than the song, but it still kind of rhymes. It's fucking
1: great. It's and so he good. just, he fucking kills it. Uh, my God, last I'm one. I'm so glad you brought him up. Oh yeah, yeah, I think he was first because then that's when he wrote, who hit him up and he was like, first, first he was off, big, he was like, whoa, whoa, Uh He didn't, he tried to play it off like it wasn't about him. It wasn't about Tupac. He tried to play it off like it was, you know. And like he says, like... then the like, fucked up thing He's like, I was you? talking about
0: me, and everyone would open up their mouth and have a motherfucking opinion. <laughs> and like, I thought he was mad. He's like, you're all gonna start some shit? Okay, you wanna say some shit?
2: <laughs>
1: I made an Eve joke, but then you all had to come in? I, okay. <gasps> the only re- The only <laughs> problem I have with everything that came out of this is I don't have an ending. Like We don't. Did he really get shot? Because we don't have video of the motherfucker getting shot, okay? We don't have definitive proof. Did he get buried in cast? No, he didn't get buried in cash. See, this is why okay. we <laughs> should take an <laughs> alcoholic uh field trip to the ghetto, uh, to Compton, and nope. we should start asking nope. questions. No, we, we are forever. white. Whoa, you're you're and f- whoa, You're native. We should be <laughs> We are fucked. <laughs> I am not going to. And
0: fuck and I, he got
1: shot in like Vegas. <laughs> did he get shot? In he Vegas? did get shot in Vegas. Yep, yeah. he did. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, the last song I'm gonna do is. Oh, wait, um, I want to guess. No, yeah, I'm gonna guess. brendan has got a baby. Go ahead, cheer. Nope. Uh, Let's go. Dear Ch- Mama. I wanted to guess Hail Mary. <laughs> No, that's that's my favorite Tupac song of all time. It's it's, so, dude, it's that's my so, favorite fucking Tupac song ever. It's so ever.
0: classic. It's so rhythmic. It's absolutely beautiful. Change? It's, mm. it's, it's great. Uh, Change is also a great song. Neither of those songs are it. I ain't mad at you. No. Great fucking song, <laughs> okay. but it's not it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, it's, it's a song that like I'm not, I don't hear like barely anyone playing it or talking about it, but it's Hearts of Men.
3: Keep your mind on your riches, baby. Keep your mind on your riches. now one one emergency. Cowers tried to murder me from a hood to the birds. Every one of you niggas heard of me shit. I'm legendary, nigga, scary and paralyzed. Nothing more I despise than the liar and cow up My mama told me when I was a genius. so this motherfucker, why these devils set me free? everywhere, Mr. McAvelle Niggas is waiting for some thug shit, that's what they tell me. So many rumors, but I'm infinite, immortal outlaw Switching up on you, ordinary bitches Like I'm south, boy, you get left In every breath, I breathe until the moment I'm deceased, be another The moment balling as a G, I grip the crowd and I start again, eternally I live in sin until the moment That they let me breathe take heart fight.
0: It's pretty basic. It's just about being a badass. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a super great deeper meaning behind the song. But what's fun about it? It's like it has such a great fucking beat and rhythm to it. And it's like he's having fun with it. And of course, it starts off with the same like same Tupac cliche of him like he talks for a minute. Hey, Henry the binoculars, the binoculars. And then all of a sudden, it starts coming in. Just glassing. We just glassing. Again.
2: <laughs> just, just, <laughs> glassing. <laughs> just glassing. Just glassing. Two fucking glasses. Hey, up. dude, two fucking glasses. my glassing. god, I had
1: to send this clip. There <laughs>
2: It was it it
0: exactly like and it just gets high, and then like um, and like he, like he starts you know doing his doing his lines, and it's fucking great. And it's getting you pumped, and like the music is fucking awesome. And what's really cool and interesting about it is during the chorus. And he goes, he says, like, the hearts of men. And, like, sometimes, the hearts of men. That's him saying that. But while he's doing that, in that oh, beats, there's audio clips of Richard fucking Pryor. What? Swear to Where God. You it's Richard fucking Pryor. I swear to God. What did you do with Richard Pryor for? <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> he
1: goes, I told the you fucking what? It sounded man.
0: like it sounds like, like Richard Pryor. it's Richard Pryor about. talking about fighting, but not being good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> Uh, and uh, like like Richard Pryor talking about boxing a little bit, it's little clips of that, and it's like it so goes so good with the song. The song is just super fun, uh, just like it's my um as far as just the music is concerned, it's my favorite of uh, one of Tupac's tracks, and it's just fucking awesome. Oh, uh, so album was uh Tupac two disc greatest hits set. Uh, the songs were you "Keep Your Head Up," "Hit 'Em Up," and "Hearts of Men." Uh, Linkin
1: Park Hybrid Theory. In the End, Crawling, and a third one. Pick it. Where is it? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Underneath my skin uh, No break. Uh, I'm about to break. What What? i Crawl? You said the, crawl? No, I, I, I said crawling in the end. I can't remember the other one. But anyways. Uh, offspring, Ignition's the album, and the songs are Forever and a Day, Hyperdermic, and No Hero. <sighs> one Step Closer was other stupid song. Right. Mm. I'm start my car with us. No meet him I ain't gonna open up my library. Library, oh I come meet him and my name, oh, no, my, my name, Limberry, oh, I ain't gonna open my, 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 my. <laughs> library. starting car Chris Smith. Starting his car, cause he's fucking getting out of here. He has to drive the He's got a bit, uh, oh. which is actually kind of bad for your car. Um, The book I'm choosing this week is Angel's Ashes oh by God. Frank McCourt. And uh, it just reminds me of us being fucking kids, basically. Even though it's, <laughs> it's about, even though it's about World War II, it, it's, it was Adney's.
0: My Adney, mom loved yeah, that book. She's That's obsessed why, with but that without book. that context, that sounds funny. Angela Zash reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, it,
1: it reminds me of um, a movie Adney's mom was obsessed with, and she showed Adney. And it's it's about um it's, it's about World War II, but it's a Pulitzer Prize winner, uh, number one from New York Times bestseller, and. Um, When I look back on my childhood, I wonder how I managed to survive all of this. It was, of course, a miserable childhood. The happy childhood is hardly worth your while. Worse than the ordinary miserable childhood is the miserable Irish childhood, the left, uh, and worse yet is the miserable (coughs) Irish Catholic childhood. So begins the luminous memoir of Frank McCourt, born in the Depression era, Brooklyn, to recent Irish immigrants and raised in the slums of Limerick, Ireland. Frank's mom, Angela, has no money to feed the children since Frank's father, Malaki rarely works. And when he does, he drinks his wages away. Yet, Malachy, exasperating Malachi. and irresponsible, Malachi. does not nurture in Frank's... Cut off the Malachy! <laughs> oh, Call Get it? Does not, <laughs> does not nurture in Frank and.
0: Oh, appetite, pegans, sweet child.
1: <laughs> More than a day to clear the Emerald Isle of snakes. See, I'm trying to bring up, I'm trying to bring up fucking member bears for Adney, and he's trying to make it funny because he doesn't want to, he doesn't <laughs> want a member. It's funny to me. Yeah, it's not but, enough for a pint. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Malachi does not nurture in Frank's. <laughs> In, in Frank's oh, appetite. got holes in your
0: shoes. I'll take the rubber off a bike wheel, and I'll hammer it onto your shoes. It's an actual scene from the
1: <laughs> So Frank lives for his father's tales of cacolian I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, who saved Ireland. Cacolian <laughs> Hand of the angel.
2: I <laughs> I just, I, just,
1: I, just, I. Uh, The angel of the seventh step who brings his mother babies. Perhaps it is the story that accounts for Frank's survival, wearing rags for diapers, begging a pig's head for Christmas dinner, and gathering coal for the roadside to light a fire. Frank endures poverty, near starvation, and the casual cruelty of relatives and neighbors, yet lives to tell his tales with elegance, exuberance, and remarkable forgiveness. And again, I also
0: fucked a disease girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, my son is gonna be the greatest.
0: Remember, she had she what she have? She had like 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 uh, what was it? Tuberculosis or something? Something like that. Yeah. Some old some broad had some fucking deadly, and everyone was afraid to go near. Yeah. But he was the one person that would go near, and because, he, because of that, he I like Why'd you say he that? Was, was so late. What's that Batman accent? <laughs> he was I'm the, the trying, one person. Was <laughs> he was.
2: He was the one person
0: to go near because he was. He was the hero oh. she needed <laughs> not the one she deserved.
1: <laughs> Wait, oh, I was a dark knight. Wait. I see, I, I, see, uh, I, see a, I see a Regina. Where's the herpes? They're hiding in the shadows. I'm a silent guardian. God damn it, Adney. A watchful protector. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you want to take my book to Justin seriously. <laughs> I brought it up as a throwback, and you're like, "Hey, I I I, I, hey, hey." I'm like, "Man, this, this." This might it's be a like, terrific tell it. like, It's a hey. terrific book. Addie's like, hey, remember that girl with the disease, bro? <laughs> like, hey, remember that one with fucker? Hey,
0: I'm hey I fuck her. I fuck her. Because <laughs> you did a vague, you did a vague summary somebody else wrote. I'm letting them know some important story details that they need to, the people need to know
2: about him fucking the that girl The people need opinion. to know. The people need to know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <am I> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I grabbed all
0: the coal on the streets and fucked up my eyes. My little brother was getting me ornaments. Frank McCourt wrote about
1: Ireland, but who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. God damn. You
0: fucked
1: this up I got night. a job
0: Oh really The mother's all Oh really I bet you spit on the pint You useless fucker that you are
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> True Explains in the book Yeah he's It was fucked up And he had a fucked up childhood. it's a true story dude It's really fucking sad Great And it's not do so like, Well sense it's stories. not only the first book <laughs> It's hilarious though <that> he, <laughs> 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 he actually He actually has a couple Other books that he wrote Which is fucking crazy They only did Angela's Ashes As like Oh Angela's Ashes <laughs> <laughs> he took over your book suggestion You when set him up. You set, him up you set him up to take it over And, and you said know. You thought he wasn't going to, to, out to he's gonna take the over. Of course he's going to take the low hanging
2: fruit
0: My dear I eat. Oh you know your girls can't Get at you, your Do polka. <laughs> Did you
1: just call me a fiddling Benz <laughs> No Chisler. A chiseler <laughs> I know what a chiseler is Alright Adney <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> Adney is an Irish name By the way We never told anybody This on the podcast
2: oh my, <laughs>
1: my dear Dadney! <laughs> <laughs> oh man this You find us so all This is so inside <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on Facebook At the alcoholic gas Thank you for listening One year We're still going strong Guys um, <laughs> It's still it's On still the great. seventh day The Lord rested but
0: before that he did, he squatted <laughs> over the side of England. The alcohol
1: came out of him? Was the alcohol cast? was Ireland. <laughs> no offense, son. None taken.
2: None taken, from- <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
1: laddie, why don't you warm up some of that cocaine? That was Australian. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. We're not all a bunch of cocaine here. We're a bunch of potato-aging motherfuckers. Oh, the famine. <laughs> or, oh, God damn it. I shouldn't <laughs> fuck around with cocaine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. Fucking Australian cocaine. Every day. Yeah, you go whenever I'm you're always. facts that you try. No, the you, cocaine. you try. You try Japanese. You win the best, I'm always going to go fucking Australian with cocaine, <laughs> you fucking cunts. Damn, <laughs> it's crazy. That, it's really good, though, right? It's really good, but Australian. it's not it's Anything Not else? Irish <laughs> at all. And his is dead on. Yeah, whatever. I kind of want to hear your Australian you don't want to fucking New Zealand. That was New Zealand. You
2: fucked
1: up. You fucked up. That was hella New Come Zealand. Come on, bro. mate. You don't know fucking anything about the fucking islands, <laughs> eh? This <laughs> is you and your fucking potatoes. You bet you're fucking a Conor McGregor fucking fan, don't you? <laughs> Goddamn fucking twat <laughs> <laughs> And don't do cocaine. Jesus Christ. I'm going to say that the whole fucking time. <laughs> no, but come on. If you're going to do fucking cocaine, you got to fucking line it up on top of a fucking wallaby, mate. You know what I mean? You're fucking wallaby. lining up on his and back, mate. i trying
0: to catch a wallaby. The little fuckers are always jumping around.
1: That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> It's the koalas are the real danger. The drop bears eat
0: them. Uh, get high get you, view. I lift the sleeves and they fuck till I got happies. <laughs> that was pretty. Trying, that so that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, cocaine. End it. Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Oh, 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 oh. End it the oh. cocaine. Stop it. Cocaine. God damn it. Cocaine.
3: End it. <laughs> <laughs>